And welcome to yet another discussing football podcast, a platform where we share, debate our opinions and discuss all things football. And again, what a week. And again, I'm going to say it, what a week of footballing action it has been on the pitch and off the pitch, where we'll be talking about the roundup of the Premier League action. The results, the key talking points where VAR took centre stage at Anfield. Man United set a Premier League record for 28 consecutive games unbeaten away from home. Man City cruised past Arsenal. Brentford still unbeaten and Spurs are top of the league. We'll also have our reaction to the UEFA Champions League draw. The transfer window where there was a lot going on. But I'm just going to leave you with one quote just to warm up the transfer window. I'm right here. I'm back where I belong. Let's make it happen once again. P.S. Sir Alex, this one's for you. And then we'll also have a look ahead to the international break. But before we delve into the action, let's get the panel on. Navrad Singh, kick us off, please. Vaheguruji ka khalsa! Vaheguruji ka khalsa! Always great, always great to be the first one introduced on the panel in the order of the biggest clubs to the smallest. Right, so fantastic. I thought it was what? age, but anyway. No, it's no, no, it's, 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 by the club size. it's about the sporting of the club size, that's what it is. Right, you know, so we all know Man United at the top, the best, the biggest and wonderful. Right, and Cristiano Ronaldo, what a signing, on a bounce, on cloud nine. We'll talk more about that later in the podcast, but hey, this one's for you, Fergie. <laughs> Bulraj Singh here, Northern Correspondent. Um, just, yeah, usual Liverpool fan. Um, here to give a realistic view of football. Um, <laughs> not, not this clouded, delusional view that um, <clears throat> you'll hear from uh, <clears throat> certain, certain panelists. <clears throat> <laughs> this is how I sing. We had a little, uh, little break, I think. But Which right, right, left foot. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, but yeah, United fan, and yeah, let's get into it because this is uh, an interesting few days. Like Jigmund Singh was saying. Thank you very much, Harai Singh. My name is Jigmund Singh, a passionate Manchester United fan, and I also like to talk about my local team, which is Watford. Um, but let's start off with the Premier League action. It was a twelve thirty kickoff. Man City absolutely cruised past Arsenal. Unfortunately, we are missing our. Arsenal fan, our Arsenal resi- resident, uh, Melinda Singh. Uh, can't wait Where for is him he? to get Where back is he? on the podcast. Um, I think he's given up on trying to find a manager. football. <laughs> is, is he down job centre recruiting? <laughs> he sent his CV in. He's sending him videos of him scoring goals. Oh, no, so their team is. He's trying to get into the side, yeah. But, oh my look, God. I mean, uh, in our predictions, we all said that um, Man City will win. Um, and Man City have been, okay, fine, they played Norwich the week before, who they were going to smash anyway. Then Arsenal is just getting worse and worse and worse. 5-0, the final result. And even to the extent where I believe that even Arsenal fans celebrated, I believe, which was the yeah, fourth goal that City scored. Yeah, they did. And, and, and that's when you know it's getting really bad. Like, really, really bad. Um, but, yeah, man... Man City, 5-0. Should we start with that? Go for it. That, that was, I mean, fool. Man City, 
they're just destroying teams for fun. Um, Arsenal capitulating. I didn't think I didn't think it'd be five nil. I mean, even in the predictions, I said four nil. But honestly, I didn't think Arsenal would be that bad. Um, they showed no fight was, whatsoever. You know, first you know first couple of weeks back, it was a bit of a glitch, whatever. Yeah. Um, they'd settle, but they they like you. I think the word capitulating is perfect. It's uh, mm. good word, isn't it? I'm going to use it at school on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with them. You know, with its lack of faith in the manager, lack of faith in themselves. I know there's obviously all these other stuff with going on in the in the training um, training centers and stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, without getting into it. What, what do you mean? You know, just other there, stuff. There, there's rumours. There's distractions. We're, 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 a, we're a family podcast. It's a, it's there's leave distractions. That. There's distractions. And, you know. I don't, I'm not with you, mate. Sorry. There's also we're, injuries. We're, we're, there's injuries exactly. You're not Gunda Banda like Arsenal. You won't understand. <laughs> but there's injuries as well, isn't there? <laughs> well, ben White's injured the, now, isn't he? Well, there's the dog Pepe... Pepe was ill, right? But then they still had Lacazette that came back, Aubameyang that came back, right? Um, okay, cool. You can say um, that's their first taste of Premier League action. but uh, And I know also, that the red, the red card sorry. didn't help as well. It didn't help. But also, could it be that, you know, like, obviously there was rumours that uh, Aubameyang was linked with uh, Barca. And, I mean, who'd want to go mm. Barca at the moment? But links and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe that was... You know, distracting players. Well, the, there's rumours coming out, um, and if you're on social media, anyone that's on social media will know because it's all over it. There's a lots of players that have lost faith in um, Arteta. Yeah. They don't want to play for him. Uh, who was it that sent that tweet out? Um, oh, um, one Niles. of the players, Niles. Yeah, um, Maitland Niles. Yeah, Maitland Niles. It's not just him. Mm. Uh, there's quite a few players that don't want to play for Arteta, which is not yeah. good for the club. I'll I be agree. honest with you, they've, they've got to be professional about it. You're at a club. Well, You've got to I try think, your hardest. But I think the week before, you had, um, you know, Willian. I know he's not a part of them now, but he was liking um, the Chelsea yeah. players' uh, posts on Instagram after they after they played off the Yeah, it's a disgraceful, in my opinion. It's, yeah. it's disgraceful. If you're, if you're playing for a club if it's, it's the same with work be loyal try your hardest while you're there once you've gone yeah. you can do whatever you want, yeah. but while you're there 100 you've got to be for that team well you know be professional about it because uh, we, we can laugh about it we can joke about it but if it was our club we'd be really annoyed human, yeah you, you know I, I, so. you know what it's, it's like you said though these guys Regardless of the manager and stuff, you know, we I'm sure we've all had jobs where we've not really liked some of our superiors or whatever. Yeah. But you get on with it. And I suppose I suppose football's different, you know. Um but they don't want thing is they don't want to force their transfer through either because they know they lose money out of it. Yeah. They've had a whole, you know, however long the transfer went, it was six weeks or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they lose money if they ask for a transfer. Yeah, so they yeah. don't want to ask come out. It was why Harry Kane didn't put in a transfer request himself. Do you know? Um, it's, yeah. the, the the world of football is crazy, and saying all that is why we love it. It is. Yeah. You know. You know. It's something fundamental, right, with Arsenal. You know, 
Um, it just it just seems like you know it's, I think Barrage, you hit the nail on the head. The Arsenal, the manager, the coaching staff. I don't think it's deep for the squad because I've still, I've still got youngsters that coming through like Saka and stuff, stuff like that. So but it does seem a fundamentalist problem in the sense that whether it's staffing, whether it's coaching methods, whether it's motivation. Right? But every time they get on that pitch, you think Arsenal are in for a rollicking. You think whoever they're playing at the moment have got a great chance against them, right? That's and right. I am. I am not surprised that City rolled them over. Sorry, because, had a place enough. Because they are right, the rock bottom. They're really rock bottom. I can't even remember United being this rock bottom since after Fergie left. Right, than, than how they are at the moment. You know? Yeah. And we've and had some downs as well, but nothing like that. Navrad saying saying that, um, I, I know obviously it is the international break and what have you, but obviously on next week podcast we'll have a look up uh, mm. look at the Premier League um, fixtures that are that will be coming up when when everyone returns. But that is a that's a relegation scrap already. You got Norwich versus Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clubs. Um, quickly, yeah. Jules Kunde just got sent off for France. He's Straight probably ready. upset that you didn't go to Chelsea. That's why you got sent off. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even Arsenal fans were saying that even under Wenger, when the times were bad, or even after him, we've not got battered like this. Mm. Um, and of course, you know, if I just read out the stats, Man City had 25 shots, Arsenal had one shot. City had 10 shots on target, Arsenal had none. The possession, 81% to 19%. Wow. Passes, 81 to 19. And of course, the man down, and, you know, you're arguably coming up against the best team. Possession-based team, yeah. Possession-based, exactly. But then you look at the passing as well. Look, 757 passes for City and 185 for Arsenal. Um, I know know we're going to come on to it in a minute. Right, yeah. um, when we go through the other results, but yeah. Arsenal going a man down, and then you look at the way Chelsea <laughs> played after going a man down. That's right. Totally different ways mm. of handling it. Um, yeah. Arsenal, the, the players <coughs> to me themselves. no no effort, mm. just accepted they were going to get battered. They don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. Exactly. They go. But the thing is. When, when you're in that situation, when you're in that situation, you fight, you, you take the gloves off, you fight dirty, so to speak. You've got to do the rubbish. You know, you can't be the, you know, the silky passing yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got to be able to go down and just scrap, yeah. which they don't have. They've got the soft touch that... Your, your band that Troy Deeney's been talking about for years. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. got that soft underbelly. Basically, Xhaka is, is crazy. He's not yeah. a good central, um, you know, a defensive midfielder because yeah. you've got him in front of you. You know he's going to do something stupid. As a centre-back, we, we were talking just before the podcast started, Jigmon Singh and myself, about, you know, partnerships and having trust in your fellow players. I don't mm. think the Arsenal centre-backs have got trust in... Xhaka, because he, they know he's going to do something stupid. He's too yeah. unpredictable. They don't know what he's going to be like. So they can't be on their game 100% because not only are they having to worry about what they've got to do, they're worrying about what other people are going to do around them, which the, they shouldn't the, be. Yeah. The final point I just want to make, um, just on my behalf, on just on this game, was that 
the pace of the game. It was like it was a testimonial. Uh, how slow the football actually was and how easy it was for Man City. Um, even they must have thought, you know what, this is... Friendly game. <laughs> this is a pre-season. Yeah, pre-season. Like, with, with all due respect. No, 100%. Um, I, get, I get what you mean. You're yeah. right. It, it was like a pre-season game against a lower-tier team. Yeah. You know, like and when a Premier League team plays a lower-tier team. Yeah. Moving on to... Um, the next games, obviously, uh, we'll quickly mention this one. It got very, very entertaining towards the end. Uh, Newcastle to Southampton to Newcastle mm. thought that, that they had all three points, you know, put away in the bag until, you know, Southampton were given a penalty. Ward Prowse steps up and still mm. uh, Newcastle are yet to win. Um, so that was, a, that was an interesting finish uh, to that game. Moving forward, Everton. What a start for Rafa Benitez. Everton are doing doing well. A 2-0 two, two away win at Brighton. You did They'll predict that, that, though, Barajan. You did say Benitez levels. Yeah. Um, I always thought, look, Benitez is a good manager. Do you know, yeah. I know rivalry-wise, sometimes he gets... There's, there's a bit of banter around him. But as a, as a tactician, he's, he's a good manager. I knew he'd sort him out. I mean, I did watch Everton pre-season against United... Yeah, and yeah, they didn't have all their players back. They looked to shambles, but I think that's only. I think Rafa was testing things out. Um, it was a friendly. He's got. He's got him. Yeah. It, it took. It took him a few weeks, but he's he's had him. He's got him playing the way he wants him to play, and Everton looked good. Um, I'd be I'd be surprised if I mean, they're unbeaten still. Yeah, they're one of the mm. unbeaten teams. They're on seven points. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's done really well with him. That's a bright start for Everton. And um, it was a good start. Well, you can still say uh, is a good start because West Ham are second in the Premier League. However, oh, everyone thought that... They must that have felt they, they lost that one. That, yeah, definitely. Um, Antonio, you know, man on a mission. On you know, I, want, I was going to put him in my team. And I thought, you know, as soon as I put him in my team and take out a big player... He's going to be rubbish. Thought, he's going to be rubbish. <laughs> it happens to me. That's it why does, I, you, I, you jinx players, don't you? All the time. But do you know what it is? That that's the thing. When a player's on form, um, and, and when it is fantasy Premier League time, you, you got to put them in, and especially if they're playing uh, a team which is not doing so well. Um, but obviously, everyone's different. Everyone's going to go about the league and their team how they are. But you know, West Ham has still made a very good start to the season. Yeah, they have. But yeah, yeah. Like they, they've carried said, on where they left off. Yeah, and that must have felt like a defeat. Who hasn't? Well, and even with uh, Crystal Palace there showing great fight and great hunger in order to you know you know what's good you, know, like, you hear you hear that Crystal Palace are being patient with Vieira. You know, being patient. No, he, he needs to get to know the team, the surroundings, the environment, yeah. everything, the fans even. Yeah. And it seems that they, you know, they're doing it the right way. The right way, yeah. If he does really well. Here's a, here's a question, maybe for another time, and especially mm. for Melinda. If he does really well, I'm figuring out what's coming. Future Arsenal manager. Yeah. Forget future. You know, like second half of the season. Could be two weeks time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, could be two weeks yeah. time. Do you know Is what I'm right? saying? That, that's a that's a very interesting um, interesting analogy there that you've just even put forward as well. Is by far that he's more of a legend than Arteta is. I mean, he is, but I doubt it. it. Is, 
Uh, yeah, same. It's just due to the fact that his Premier League experience and just because of the fact that, let's just say if he is sacked, would they just take another sacked manager? Yeah. Um, I think it's too early for him just to go to a club like Arsenal. Well, but I don't know. Have you seen it the league table? Have, 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 have you seen the league table lately? Right, but listen. Uh, <laughs> all right. But what, they're, they're not going to go from one novice in Arteta to another novice in Vieira. They sh- if, right. they, if they haven't learned from their mistake, then, you know, well. But the, th- the thing about won. Arteta, mm. Arteta is more of a coach than he is a manager. Yeah. Do, do you get what I mean? He's... He's a brilliant number two. I think, yeah, he's more, yeah, I think he was better, like, you know, with, with, with Pep. You know, like, uh, like Brian Kidd and, you know, he was a brilliant number two yeah. with Fergie. But when he went off on his own, he couldn't really do it. Do you know, it's, it's, it's a different job. And yeah. there's been quite a lot of those number twos that went yeah. on to try and be number ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. That couldn't yeah, quite lots- do it. Yeah, Brian Kidd, Steve McLaren. Yeah, yeah. Even though Steve McLaren's been quite successful. Yeah, true, really. But 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 you know, with the with that, I think you know, inside that, or or you could say he's just not cut out of the Premier English Premier League. I mean, he could go to Spain and play very well, uh, manage very well for a Villarreal or a Valencia or or something like that. He could do pretty well somewhere there. But his style of football, what he's trying to achieve, is not as robust for the EPL as it would be for for the. Uh, Spanish La Liga, yeah, so. but but then uh, what he's trying to do, he's trying to play a similar way Man City play. So are you yeah. saying that but that style of play? No, it's, but it's, the, it's, the the difference is Man City are cash loaded and they can afford to buy a new team every season. I mean, if you remember when Pep came in, he spent one hundred million pounds just on two fullbacks. Who can afford to do that even now? Yeah. No, I, I agree not. with you. I agree so, with you. Money, money talks. You know, so uh, Arsenal can't do. It. I know Arsenal are the biggest spenders in the window this season, right? <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, but, but still, it's still, the jury's still out whether they bought any quality. Listen, you know? I know, I know Ben White's getting a lot of grief from people online, and he's only played one game. Everything. Let's be real, he's only played one game, and and that fee had a little bit of English tax on it as well. Yeah, of course, because he's an Englishman, a young Englishman. So yeah. after that mm. tax was on there, um, yeah. it, it, in real life, he's not really a fifty million pound player yet. Yeah, but I think he will come good. He needs, he needs time. to play. Yeah, he needs a bit of time. Yeah. Um, and I think Arsenal's probably the wrong club for him. Yeah, yeah. Agree. Time will tell, but um, who haven't made a good start or a decent start to the Premier League season? And, well, just their fixtures were tough as it is, was Norwich still yeah. yet to win. And well, they've had it hard. They've had it hard. Look, Liverpool, yeah. followed by Man City, followed by Leicester. Uh, you're talking about teams that are going to finish in the top five. Three um, European t- European competition well, teams. Well, you know, the, there's ways of looking at this is, is the yeah. fact that Norwich have got it out the way. All right? That's Three true. Teams, right? That's they've played true. them. Now, I'm not saying it's going to get easier because they've still got to play teams like... Um, at least they've scored. Chelsea, they've still got to play United. They've still got to play... Well, you know... they got Arsenal next. I was going to say. But no, at least they've scored a goal. But they've scored a goal, yeah. They've, done, well, <laughs> they've scored 100% more goals than Arsenal. We know that. Right, you know, but um, uh, but you know they've got it out of the way, and now yeah. nothing's on. You know they've got Chelsea United to come in the not too distant future, but you know the it's out of the way. They played them, yeah. and they can and, they can they can start their season in two weeks' time. And let's be honest, right. when when you look at the start, you know when the manager sits down with his staff, and they look at the fixtures, mm. you know clubs like that Norwich who realistically 
they know they're not fighting for the title. They yeah. know that they're fighting for survival. Mm. They'll look at those matches and they're the ones that they'll say, do you know what, right? Maybe out of those, um, maybe they would have thought we could get a point with Leicester. Maybe. But yeah, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have said we're getting nine but points out of those three games. Let, let, let me interrupt there just uh, quickly, right? So they had uh, Liverpool first, then they yeah. had uh, Man City, then they had Leicester, then they got Arsenal next. Yeah. They probably thought, right? They probably thought if there is a game that we can get a point from or win, yeah. is the fourth game, which is against Arsenal. <laughs> and they'll be even more confident now. 100% they will. 100% yeah. they're going to be yeah. more confident. They, they would have been happy four points out of the first four games. And this, the three points they could get out of the first four games, which could happen, could happen, and that's yeah. a good. That would have been a good start. Think of it: if they get three points against Arsenal, with that start, three points out of the first four games, they would have snapped your hand off. Because look, the, forget about Arsenal's performance. Just talking about the names, you've got that would have been the same as getting a point against. Liverpool, a point against Man City, a point against uh, one of the other two teams and losing one. Yeah. Can I say something, guys? I, th- I, th- I think we're quite Arsenal heavy this morning. <laughs> this results. Every other, every other thing we keep coming. It was, it was because it's all related. I know. It's all related. I know. But we keep coming to poor old Arsenal. And I feel sorry for any other Arsenal. I, I, on it, honestly, right. I do. I feel but, sorry uh, for him a little bit. I, yeah. I don't. I, I, I want them, like, you know, we were oh, unlucky last year. No, no. Last year they didn't Look, get relegated. And go say Koke. Go say Koke. You got to have a little ram. You know, like so ram for Norwich. As as as, as good say, <laughs> we, we we don't attack. You know, the helpless. And they are helpless at the moment. Right. right. Let, let let let's not talk about Arsenal until the transfer window. Right. Uh, the next transfer gonna, window. No, 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 no. When we're going to touch on the transfer right. window. Right. Um, so, uh, who has made a good start is uh, Brentford, still unbeaten. Absolutely, another unbeaten team. You know what? The one all draw away to Aston Villa is a very good result. It's a top result. Look at Villa. I mean, um, they a team that spent what 100 million pounds in the transfer market. Villa, something close, yeah. quite a lot of money. Yeah, right in the transfer market, and uh, they went and then they held on, and really they should have won. Right, you know. Navratan saying that. Right. Mm. Um, even if you look back at the stats of the game and even up until the highlights, yeah, Brentford were the better team. Absolutely, they were. You know, 53 possession, possession, more possession, more possession, more yeah. shots, more shots on um, goal. Yeah, and they're playing without fear, which we've absolutely. seen in every game. No, absolutely. So, they, they had more touches. They had more passes. Right. They tackled mm. a lot more. Right. Yeah. They had, you know, uh, more offsides if that counts. But I mean, you know, <laughs> they have. Uh, well, it yeah, but the, it goes to show. It goes, it goes to, to show. You, you're Offside, it means they're attacking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing though is it you, you mentioned they have no fear. Yeah. Is that because you know they've got no fear because they're one of those teams that are predicted to go down? So it's like a anything goes sort of attitude. Do you know, everyone's got them down. They're going to lose anyway. No, I th- so, th- no, I think you know the mentality. You know the mentality where where you think. I'm not going to do well anyway, so I might as well go out and just play this way. And, no. and it's working for him because what, what I'm thinking is, you know, like the teams that think they put pressure on themselves saying, we have to survive. We have to do this. We have to do that. They're playing without a care at the moment. They don't care whether they go down or not. 
No, I don't. Are they so. playing? Yeah. No. 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 I don't think so. I, I think if you've seen Brentford playing, which I have, I have seen Brentford the last few seasons. Um, they play this all the time. This is they're playing this okay. brave attacking football, and it's they don't have just one style. Their manager even knows how, there's a different styles of play that he, even during up. even during a game he revert to the three man defense when as and when required, and they play just as well as they do with their four three three or how they uh, when they attack. You know, so they're, they're very very well drilled side who know each other inside out, who know the formation, who train together very well, and and I'm telling you, they have got a very very fighting chance. And I know we've got to review our league table opinions now. Transfer markets over. Right soon, yeah. right? No, Which I, I, I plan to, you know. Nah. You know and uh, because no, I know we've got, we've got, we've got to keep up. We've you know. got to keep the predictions that we've made where they are, and then we'll change them after the second transfer window, not this transfer window. <laughs> Can't change it after three weeks. Well, we'll discuss that <laughs> offline. <laughs> right, but uh, but listen, all the same, I, I I think I'm going to be wrong on that one because I think I I thought maybe Brentford may. May may just struggle and may just get into the seventh. I'll be honest place. with you. I think everyone I, thought that. Right, but I, I having seen them play, right, they've carried on the same attitude, same form, and same class. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I no, think you're 100 right. They've, they've surprised. It. They've surprised. They'd be Arsenal the first. Sorry, we weren't going to say Arsenal, but uh, <laughs> they, right, they got they got five points. Right, yeah. In in the unbeaten. first three games, unbeaten, and and they look at the look at their start. You know, three who, points. Who did, three points. Did, they may have hoped at the most. Right, yeah, in, yeah. in Palace. Yeah. Arsenal and Villa, you could have argued they could they could have lost those, right, you know? Yeah. But, but you know, they've, they've held their own. They've held, away game at Villa. Away game. Uh, five away, points. You know? Five points. Yeah. Out of their first three games. Two away games. The, Absolutely. The club, they would, two away games as well, you're right. Yeah. They would have looked at that and said, if we get a draw out of the three games, we'll be happy. Yes. So five yeah. points is Brilliant. better than what they probably would have thought and their fans would Realistically yeah. thought. Mm. 100%. A brilliant start. Uh, two teams that did make an absolutely fantastic start to the Premier League season was actually the big game at Anfield on uh, Saturday evening. It finished Liverpool 1, Chelsea 1 as well. Balrad Singh, your thoughts right. and opinions on series of events at Anfield? Right. Well, I'm going to try and avoid the, the controversy bit because we're going to talk about that in a little bit, aren't we? Sure. Uh, yeah. But it was a good match, and sort of mentioned it before. Chelsea showed how to defend with ten men. Yeah. Something that the other team that I can't mention, Voldemort, you know, who he who can't be named. Um, that team, they didn't show it. <laughs> um, they went a man down. They didn't really change their style of play. They just defended well. And I think Tuchel has got them defending really, really well. He's got them playing really, really well. Um, Lukaku, honestly, I thought he would have done a little bit more. And I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And you United fans, when you were talking about his first touch and and all that sort of stuff, he showed that he still needs to work on his first touch. Yes. And I don't mean I don't mean to be disrespectful. Um, don't get me wrong; he's still a world class player. Just but his touch, his it, it touch lets let him down. down. But but the, see, but I was saying I, I know it's very early to call this, but I think 
that that could probably, for Chelsea, be up there as the performance of the season. To play a whole half at Anfield yeah. and still grind out a draw and yep. keep you know, the door closed on Liverpool, where, to be honest, they even had a chance to even nick that game in the end. They could have. 45 minutes. Yeah. 45 minutes. I mean, Liverpool peppering, or any team peppering your goal, yeah. totally on the front foot and keeping them out. I've, yeah. I've Honestly, like I say, I have to applaud that performance. A bit gutted we didn't get all three points. But that was going to be my next question to you. Honestly, I said it would have been... I, I, when, when we look at the fixtures at the start, I said that one's going to be a draw. I predicted a draw. Yeah. Um, and that's what we got, so... But, but should have you... I, I thought that Thiago change was at least probably 10 minutes late. To I, I think he should have come on 10 minutes before. When you've got a person who knows how to move, create space, pass the ball around. Unlock defences. Unlock yeah. defences. When you've got the advantage of home advantage and the extra man. Yeah. I think... Possibly. Klopp got possibly. that wrong. Yeah. I think possibly, Klopp got yeah. that wrong. Maybe. I don't know. I, I can't speak for Klopp. And, mm. you know, like, just how you guys will with your managers, I can't say anything against Klopp for what he's done for the club no no true so so right any decision he makes is the right decision in my opinion I know sometimes some fans go a bit crazy with the uh, manager out stuff and forget what team oh that? sorry the, the but, seven but teams think, that are not loyal to their manager but, um, and want him out think, even he's winning stuff but we're not talking about them right no but but I think <laughs> when, yeah. when, when you go into half time when you know it's one or you've got a whole half yeah where you're at home Facing you the must club. have felt you must, yeah, exactly. You must have. I was confident. As, yeah, you must have thought, look, only one winner. You can get the second and then take it on to probably three one. But what it has but, shown, what it has shown, and we're going to come onto the transfer window in a bit, is something that last season sort of our finish sort of papered over a little bit is the our strike force. We need. Just it freshening up a little bit. It's like you were saying about money, isn't it? Yeah. Look, I'll be honest with you. Um, and I said this. I don't know if I said it to you a lot or if I sent it to my brother on WhatsApp. But the whole sell money and use that money to bring in a, a goal scorer, Mbappe, a Haaland. Look, even being <laughs> cheeky, even being cheeky, a Harry Kane. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? Right. I, I, yeah. I know you got big aspirations there. Yeah. No, no, but but no. If you if you look, let's be realistic. Liverpool. Danny Ings is is one of we sold him because he was injury prone. But but and, but, but and even at Southampton, he's still being injury prone. Do you know? Um, mm. We need if if you're a club that's looking to be in Europe every year and win things like your Cities, your Uniteds, your Liverpools. Um, who else is there really? Uh, Chelsea's Chelsea you need to be freshening things up Mane has been there a long time Firmino and I've said this before <clears throat> Jota is the Firmino replacement yeah um, but if they'd have brought in like a number nine just someone to play that number nine role Jota could quite easily go and replace Mane 
up front um, and play coming in from that side. Um, it just, we got rid of Shakiri. I know we're talk, talking about Liverpool. We got rid of Shakiri, and we haven't really got anyone in. Even we got rid of Wijnaldum, we didn't get anyone in that can change things up. Yeah, we got Thiago. You're right. Maybe if he'd have come on 10 minutes earlier, it might have been a little bit different. But those are the margins. Mm. You know, when when do you put him on? Do you know, yeah. he, he could have come on in that when he came on and changed it around then, and it would have been a brilliant substitution. It's just yeah. one of those things. Mm. A quick question to the Man United fans. Are you happy with that result that both of them took points off each other? Yes. Yeah. I always like the big teams to have score draws so it's not a boring game and yeah. to drop points. Yeah, I think it would be more interesting towards the end of the season, maybe when you think one side has yeah. been more prevalent than the other. And then you can maybe say, oh, you know, I hope Chelsea wins this one or I hope Liverpool wins this one. Right. Or, but at the know, beginning but, of the season, yeah. but you but just yeah, points of No, absolutely. It's like, because, look, when yeah, United yeah. play City, or United play Chelsea. Yeah, you want to draw, don't you? I want to, especially the, the first game of the season when it's at the beginning. Yeah. You want them to draw because they're yeah. taking points off each other. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Not only that, because it, it just keeps Chelsea behind us as well. If Chelsea yeah. had one, they'd have been well, they'd have been top of the league, wouldn't they? I think they would have been nine yeah. points, yeah, top nine of the league. Points, yeah. And and so. the thing is, honestly, it's it was a good result for everyone because yeah. both clubs remain unbeaten. Yeah. And for the rivals. Yeah, they've taken points of each other. Yeah. Better start for Chelsea and Liverpool because it's away from home. Um, yeah, especially after going a man down. Yeah, especially going a man down. It, yeah. it turned yeah. out a better result yeah. for Chelsea. Yeah. But I'd say on to the next game: Burnley versus Leeds, one all. That's one I've been looking forward to. Yeah. Burnley Leeds. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't like Burnley. I just <laughs> don't like Burnley. I can't say anything nice about Burnley. They I don't, don't know like why. Well. They don't. That's why they don't like taking the knee and they boo me. Yeah, I got uh, I got Burnley for going down in my predictions, Hanna. Um, but I mean Leeds, they got the equaliser right at the end. Well, near the end, 86th the end. minute. You see that that goal sort of papered over the cracks. The cracks, yeah. Um, because they they came out with a late goal, one one. The fans went home happy because yeah. they're not losing. It's it's one of those situations. You know when you're losing. And yeah. you're playing badly, but then you get that late goal to make it one-one. Feels one. Like a, it feels, feels like, like a win. win. The fans yeah. go unhappy. Yeah. yeah. But in realis- realistically, Leeds didn't play that well. Leeds should have won um, that basically. They, they, that, that, that on paper, Leeds, if they should want to do that. anything, should be winning those games. Yeah. I, I think. I think in our predictions, we all went for a Leeds win. I think. I think we did. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. Um, Talking about winning, the only team that's still got a hundred percent record is Tottenham, with a one-nil win against Watford. Um, you mean I'm really per- surprised? I- I'm surprised at the scoreline because that's, be that's three one-nils. That's three one-nils. Three one-nils. And I'll tell you what. To the Arsenal. Nuno, yeah, the turn to Arsenal. Nuno's doing the trick. He is. Yes. Yeah. Jack, Jack you know, what, sorry, you know yeah. when he's hundred percent, I thought you were talking about Arsenal hundred percent defeat. Hundred percent losses. But then I, oh yes, sorry, Spurs are top. Yeah, Arsenal are bottom. Sorry, but yeah. Um, Spurs are top, yeah. Well done. Well done. It, look, yeah. after the first three games, yeah. question for the panel. Do you think Spurs can keep it up and be up there at the end of the season? Nuno's That's got them playing a different way, got them tighter at the back. 
Because mm. look, yeah, they haven't scored. They haven't been free scoring. Defensively, they look strong. They've not conceded a goal in three games. Can I say, I, I think it'd be very naive to say, no, they won't be involved in a top four battle. Right, yeah. I know, they'll be involved in a top four battle. Yeah. I thought Berardi's special will never be still top of the league. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm on about at the top up there, you know, challenging. I think we all yeah, know it. we all we all know Barrage didn't mean nobody in their right mind says Tottenham's gonna to win the league or challenge yeah. the league. But uh, <laughs> at this stage, all right. Compete and challenge for spot number four, basically. And yeah, yeah well, I don't I, I don't think they'll do it, but that's that's just uh, an assumption. No, because they're challenging. Last mm. season, last season, the way they were, mm. we all thought the same old Tottenham, mm. they're not they're gonna go back to where they were, a mid top mid-table team. Yeah. But Nuno's got them playing the way he's got them playing. Mm. Yeah, clean three clean sheets yeah. in three games, yeah. nine points, top of the league. Mm. Yeah, and they've got Harry Kane. Yeah, there was well, uncertainty. He's not, he's not started scoring yet, and then um, even and he, and he doesn't he doesn't score in August, does he? No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, very rarely. Doesn't. Very rarely. So they they could be one of the you know a dark horse team this year. Yeah. Yeah, I you mean, know, so I, far I wrote them off. Yeah, I had them finishing sixth. Um, so I mean, we'll see. But so far, they they've made a perfect start. Nuno seems to be getting a right tune out of his players so far as well. Yeah. I think that even when they go back, that their game is Crystal Palace away, which is a winnable game. Yeah, very much. And that's then after it, yeah. that, then they that's when it gets serious for them. After that is when the real test comes when they have Chelsea followed by. I mean, Arsenal, yeah, going into that, Tottenham will be favourites, you could say. But it's a North London derby. That, that's the thing, in the derby, every form goes could out be, the window. It could be a new manager, that you know, the new manager bounce. Yeah. So. And obviously then coming to the last game of the weekend, May United got the all-important 1-0 away win, which makes it now 28 consecutive unbeaten games away from home which is a Premier League record absolutely Navrad Singh yeah. obviously you but, but before you comment uh, just a quick question <laughs> yeah. it was it was nil-nil for a long time yes it was genuinely were you guys getting nervous well let's I, I, I I thought here yeah, we, we go really, I that. thought here we go don't hijack our <laughs> same silly you know right. mistakes like last year do you know what? I genuinely thought that as well. I thought, do you know what? It's nil-nil. Are they going to revert to type and have a bit of a flop right. towards um, the end of the game? But Greenwood... Right, 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 right. right. With, okay. it, with his, uh, with his uh, West Ham celebration. But listen, Greenwood, yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, I'll, I'll speak about Greenwood later, but I'm yeah. saying you go first. Go right, OK. No, firstly... Uh... This result, I'm absolutely delighted. A fantastic result. Uh, you know, and, and, and I think it's a, a very, very important ground because Wolves have never been an easy game for any of the top sides, even United. We've lost there a couple of times and every time we've gone there, it's been a battle. So I did not expect this to be a walkover or, or a free-flowing kind of game. And, and I'll tell you something, if Wolves had won the game, I think they, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be complaining, right, you know? But yeah, but, obviously you. But, but, but no, <laughs> no, uh, right. I mean, I mean, at the same time, right? Wolves did deserve something from that game, but as we all know, if you don't take your chances, right, you you, you suffer the consequences. 
They could have had that um, chance when the second half before United scored with a double save. But De Gea, I tell you, this three games is the another question. Is De Gea back to form? The guy is making some world looks world like it. Yeah. right? You know, definitely but, looks like but, it. Yeah. But ultimately, well, before we get on that, I, th- I think uh, Greenwood's goal is brilliant. Uh, fantastic. We we got the rub of the green with a bit of free kick, I suppose. Right, but I think that would have been harsh as well. It could have gone either way. Uh, so you can debate that, I suppose, uh, at the talking points. But um, just but ultimately, I mean, but ultimately but, you know, it's a great finish by Greenwood. And I think somebody over the weekend, one of the pundits said, apparently Greenwood is going to be as, just as good as Bappe. And I'll tell you something, I find it hard to disagree with that. I'm not saying well, yes, well, but I find it hard no, to he's, a good, he's a good quality player. The guy's a top, top player. Right? One, one thing I just want to touch on before you yeah. go back to United. Yeah. Um, Wolves have looked really, really good. Mm. The most shots on goal. Game, but they still haven't won a game. They will. They're on zero points. They will. Trust me, they will. Believe me, the way hey, they played against us, the way they Go played against, against Arsenal, uh, they'll win. You know, yeah, absolutely. You know, but I, I think, you know, it's they have had the most shots on the goal than any other side in the Premier League so far in three games. And they haven't scored yeah. a goal. It's shocking. Uh, exactly. It's right. shocking. But ultimately, I think I think they're just waiting for that one moment. They just they just got to keep at it, keep doing what you're doing. Is what you'd say to them. Keep yeah, doing yeah. what you're doing. Keep going what you're going. It it will happen, right? You know. I and think. I'll tell you. It, do you uh, Ruben Neves' interview right at the end of the game? He goes, mm. "Look, if we play with how we played in this game, with that same urgency, tenacity, mm. uh, in, yeah. in the next ten games, we will yeah. at least win seven of our games." Yes. And that that's the thing. There there were moments in that game where I thought, you know what. United are really under pressure here. Yeah. Um, they did ride the storm, but then again, on another day, different finishing or a different player yeah. uh, could have seen United quite easily, you know, be down two to three nil. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought Varane was absolutely fantastic Brilliant. Uh, for his first game. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's going to take Sancho some time, but yeah. coming back to Mason Greenwood, this season, three Premier League games, and he scored in every single one of them. Um, and where there was that talk um, during the whole transfer window, when Sancho came and what have you, oh, will he even start games of this, that, the other? Now, even <laughs> with Ronaldo, you know, oh, well, I'll just mention his name, you know, the GOAT, uh, just a bit too Absolutely. early there. But um, right now, Mason Greenwood is undroppable. He is. He is. He's got to be. You can't, I can't, well... That, that, is, that was, is a, a genuine was, claim, you're right. No, I was gonna say, right, I was gonna say, you can't see Cavani coming in for Greenwood, but then you know, we're, we're gonna have a goat for the next game, All right? What do you do, <laughs> right? But uh, ultimately, you know, I, I want to say you still got to keep Greenwood playing, right? For you that game, but, look, but, Green, Greenwood, Greenwood will still play, yeah, whether because he's still fairly young. The amount yeah. of games United are going to have this season. Yeah, like with with Champions League, with the league, mm. um, the cup competitions, he's gonna yeah. get. He's gonna have plenty of opportunity to play. Whether he plays all of them is something different. Yeah, no, he won't play. Yeah, um, uh, Ronaldo just he, who, who Ronaldo scored? Does he? Oh, bale, bale. You said that's his name record. and he scored. Jagmohan Singh, two yards down. It come Carta. Just going back to Greenwood for a second. He's going to have plenty of opportunities. And I think with United, with the players that they've got, there'll be plenty of rotation. So Cavani will yeah. get games. Ronaldo will get games. Greenwood will get games. Rashford, when he comes back, will get games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who else have you got up front? Martial, 
probably Martial probably would get games in the Carabao. I'm surprised Martial didn't go. You know that he turned down a low. He, he turned, turned down, down Leon. Leon. Leon, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. But but you know, I think when he when Martial came on at the weekend, they put him on the left. I thought he had a decent game. The I agree. Little time he came on. You know, he plays thought, better. Yeah. He plays better out on wide the left. than he does. Yeah, he does. You know, um, down the middle. Yeah, the middle. yeah, yeah. And I, and I th- and I'm hoping that you know if. You know, if he plays like that and keeps that up, he can only get even better on the left. Right, yeah. And he can make... Talking about... Just moving on to the yeah. the talking point, which is VAR. Uh, mm. Two massive decisions. Mm. Um, debatable as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, the handball uh, at Anfield, and then also which led to Mason Greenwood's winner... Was the was the challenge for the ball with Pogba? And was it Ru, Ruben Neves? Yes. Yeah. Neves. Um, where should we start? Should we start with the handball? Yeah, let's start with the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The first thing that uh, well, one thing that I did want to just quickly mention is how to do a clearance off the line is how Wan Basaka did it against Wolves. <laughs> not <laughs> not how Reese James did it against Liverpool. <laughs> but, um, but. Okay, it came off Reese James's thigh and then touched his arm. If you look at the letter of the law and everything like that, the rules, that is a handball. Obviously, with the luxury of VAR, but the ref saw a still image, wasn't it? it, it if, you, if you look back at it, they weren't actually like rolling the footage. It was just a still image. Yeah. But it's still, regardless... Mm. It still stopped the goal scoring of you know the ball not going True. in on the line. True. It's still you know. Uh, it but could it have been a yellow, it... but it's still it's definitely uh, you know it's, it's definitely a penalty. Look, it's definitely a penalty. The red card, and, and we sort of mentioned it before. Was harsh. Red card is harsh. It could is one of those penalty. on a different day. It's a yellow. Different ref. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's maybe yeah. you know the fact, and it, it didn't make sense, you know. Um, while I was watching it, while I was traveling, and while I was, uh, uh, so I was just on my uh, my phone watching it. But what didn't make sense is they've got VAR for a reason. They've got this moving video video assistant yeah. referee while they're watching stills. Yeah. But look, mm. was it definitely a still? Because as he's walking over, you it, can was, still see, it was a still. It can still see it rolling, and then they paused it. No, it's a still. When you. When you look at the replay, it's actually a still image that he that he that they showed. And, and to be fair, but he walked over. The thing is, he walked over, glanced at it, turned round, and gave yeah. it. He didn't look at it long the, enough either. But the thing is, was a goal scoring opportunity denied? Yes, of course yeah. it was. Therefore, you can understand the that because of the rules and the law, look, it is a straight a red. Look, look, but it was it was at Anfield, and Klopp had yeah. his bun done <laughs> VAR. Right, yeah. we know Klopp and VAR got on very well. Right. Do, do these rules have to be changed though? What? In the, terms of then a card given for that? No, have they not? Have they not? It wasn't deliberate. It? it wasn't deliberate though, was it? No, I don't no, think. But it this was. is it. The what thing is though, you know, they've had, they had what well, all last season. They've been testing it before as well, and these kind of scenarios should have come into place. These discussions should have come into place, and for them to, you know, what's going to happen every week? There's going to be something. Because obviously there's so many um, variables in a football match. No, you know, no yeah. two games are really the same, unless you're an Arsenal fan, um, and they're all the same losses. 
there were no goals mm. scored. Mm. <laughs> mm. But five nil, one nil, two. But yeah. they can't keep changing the rules week in week out. They but, really but the can't. Is, look. Well, they changed it last year, didn't they? Halfway through the season, they did, and that's not fair on the you know the first half. First half, but but guys, look, we're talking about VAR now, and how rubbish there's a VAR penalty penalty check in the Portugal game, isn't it? (laughs) Right, but what I was going to say is there was controversy before VAR came in, and it was the same things, and VAR was meant to change it all, but at the end of the day. Ultimately, it's a human making the decision. It's yeah. not a computer that's making the decision. And because it's humans, free will and all that sort of stuff, there's always going to be that discrepancy. So VAR is just a tool. Was VAR, it's just a tool. Yeah, but what's it done to improve it? Nothing then. It's... No, no, but VAR is just there to... Look, it's a tool there to watch it again. You know, whereas before VAR, if there was a controversial decision... You couldn't you need go the back controversy in football. You need the controversy yeah. in football. You need well, it. Look, look, before the, the, the referee couldn't go back and look at a replay and say, actually, I've got that wrong. That's the only difference. He's got a chance now to look at it again, but it's still someone's opinion on the law. Do, do you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's why. Look, we had controversy before VAR. We've got controversy with VAR. There's always going to be controversial decisions because it's humans. It. Yeah, because yeah. it's humans making the decision. Unlike you know the goal line technology thing, that's an absolute. Unlike VAR, has the ball crossed the line or not? That's where te- technology is different. So you know, like mm. that Lampard goal and the, yeah. uh, the 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 Liverpool goal against Chelsea, those would have been given not been given because of um, and, and like sixty six, you know, because of technology. Right, yeah, because it's an absolute VAR. You, we just got to live with it. People are gonna moan about it because that's what we <gasps> do as people. Ronaldo scored again, fifth minute, five and a half minutes into extra time. And the guy, the guy's just too good, man. Portugal were losing this one nil to Republic of Ireland until eighty-six. Was it eighty-six he scored? Eighty-six, I think. Right, okay, I thought. Now he's just scored at five minutes twenty-five seconds. Look at that. Wherever Ronaldo goes, Fergie turns up to to mess up with the referees and the timings. Where, wherever Ronaldo <laughs> goes, he, get, he gets goals. That's what it is. Wherever he goes, he gets Hello. goals. Greatest Talking of all of, time. The most international, talk, biggest goal scorer in the world ever. Talking yeah. about um, Paul Pogba now, uh, with the VAR decision at Molyneux, which led to the goal. Mm. Um, obviously, you had Roy Keane, you had... Um, Graham Sooners. Sooners. <laughs> as well. I definitely knew what Sooners was going to come out with, especially with it being Pogba as well. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> but see, this is the thing is, on a day, if Pogba did catch him clean, that could have easily also been like a red card. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't well, that's just fully it. catch him. Jigmon. He brushed him, you that's could right. say. No, that's, Jigmon, that's, that's, that's it. If, if, if. If. Right, yeah. If. But yeah. he didn't, right? He didn't. You know? It's like yeah. it's like saying when a player when two players jump up for a header, a one just glances the ball, only just, yeah. right? Yeah, but just brushes the hair of the other guy. He could have yeah. headbutted him, put him concussed him, right? If, 100%. if he could have headbutted him, right? Yeah, yeah, but he didn't, right? Yeah, 
Now, when you look at the challenge he'd done, yeah. it, he, his, he, his right, his uh, Pogba's right boot, the outside yeah. of his right boot slightly flicked his shin pad, right? Yeah. yeah. Flicked There's his a shin pad. Brush on it. Right, yeah. slight, like the slightest of touches. And Neville's fine to carry on. He carried on going. And then so, oops, let me go down because they've got the ball. Yeah. Right, you know, that, that's all it. That's you, what I. Guys, that's what guys, I into it. look. If he look. went down straight away, if he went down straight away and proper made a meal out of it, how Roy yeah. Keane was saying that he's been a bit too honest. Yeah. Now we, of, of course, you want to play the game in the yeah. right spirit. However, yeah. unfortunately, a part of the game has also been to deceive the ref. Yeah, and everyone's everyone's players have done it. Yeah, for us, and we've had it done against us every club. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. just part and parcel of the game now. And I know you're saying if Navrad Singh, mm. but it's one of those things again. It's not the actual. If if you look at the rules, it's not actually usually the actual foul itself. It's yeah. the intention, and again, that comes down to someone's opinion. Mm. A lot of the rules are referees' opinion. Yeah. Do, do you get what I mean? Now, if the referees' opinion when he looked at it was that serious foul play, yeah, Pogba could have been off. Mm. If, if the yeah. referee had interpreted it that way so mm. this is the thing with, with all these decisions whether we agree with it or not mm. you know like in the cold light of day we should take a step back and think actually if the referee on that day you look in the morning it could wake up his missus has had an argument with him because she's not made <laughs> she's yeah, not made his yeah. weirbix the way he likes yeah. so he's there and he's in a bit of a mood you can't go wrong with it. We, 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 you know, <laughs> it's, it's human nature. Yeah. You know, when it gets to the ground, the parking spot's not quite right or whatever. Yeah, of course. Got it. Do you know what I mean? Or mm. when he arrives at the ground, what we're having for, at half time, what we're having for half time, something mm. he likes, something he doesn't like. Mm. His mood's going to change, isn't it? Mm. But again, it's all down to opinion of mm. a person. And that's the thing with football. Mm. That's what makes it beautiful the beautiful game mm. because we get these talking points we have the controversy whereas you have rival fans even though they know giving you the needle saying mm. it should have been off it shouldn't have been a goal even though deep down you know it was do you know what i mean mm. and then yeah. you have the, and you have the home fans saying oh even though you know it was a foul that wasn't a foul do you know you, 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 you know fight your corner. Can, I, can, I, can i be honest with you right yeah yeah i'm glad it happened the way it did Right, yeah. I'm glad that incident happened because I couldn't give a monkey's after what happened to us last week. Right, yeah. At Southampton, when oh, Bruno yeah. was blatantly fouled. Right, yeah. And it's happened. So anyone who's laughing last week, have Can it. cry this week. Have yeah. it. <laughs> do, do, do you know what, right. Right? Look, it's one of those things. But one thing I'd like to say, yeah, and, and you've sort of mentioned it, yeah. uh, Roy Keane mentioned it as well, yeah. never has it been a bit too honest by not going down straight away and making a meal of it. Mm. You've got to applaud him for that. Was it him just being naive? You don't know. You've just got to give him benefit of the doubt. Like you know, I've always when he's, run, when he's or, running, or, he looks back a bit, or, doesn't he? He looks back Or he decided not to cheat, right? Yeah, and just be yeah. honest and carry where it that, was. That's what no. I mean. So you've got to applaud so, him. It's no. like the Canio yeah. back in the day when yeah. there's yeah. a foul and he catches the ball and says, no, catches no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. always said he knew he's not going to score. So he caught the ball no. and stopped it there. No, I've seen, I saw that. Have, have best look, I, I did about two months ago. I remember it. <laughs> he, so, he, there's a chance of him scoring were pretty high. Right. right in the, in that well, moment. anyway, yeah. I, I another, always give the, 
I always I'm I'm cynical that way though. Yeah. Another big talking another big talking point is the next point on the agenda, which was the Champions League draw. Uh that happened last what Thursday. Yeah. Uh what a draw for you guys. Um but I'd say oh, that's bullet, 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 bullet. <laughs> All right, so uh... <laughs> group um group A. So um Man City always get an easy group, don't they? Um but they've got they've got PSG. It's 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 new money. New money always Leip- buys you a good group. Leipzig, <laughs> Leipzig aren't the team that they were last year, especially yeah. with obviously Upper Meccano going. Yeah, Konarke, uh, the manager. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, they'll be the favourites to go through uh, from that group. But obviously, we'll touch upon. Yeah. Um, but then your group, um, Berard saying you've got that, AC Milan but back in the Champions League. You know, you know, with AC Milan in pot four and AC Milan coming out that turned it into a group of death otherwise that was an alright group until AC Milan but that's the thing as well is Atletico Madrid um, they're, they're a strong team um, everyone Sh- you could say at the start always has or could they be the dark horse but obviously oh they are they know, are the it, dark horse yeah um, look a lot of people are worried, you know, like not Liverpool fans, but other, other fans seem to be worried for Liverpool mm-hmm. from what, I, what I've read and what I've seen. I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, AC Milan, Atletico Madrid, and who's the other one that we got? Um, Porto. Porto, FC Porto. Yeah. Big, but you guys always hammer Porto. We, we, always, hammer, we always, always hammer Atletico as well. Well, what was the last time we played? We, we've, we've had them we've had them in group stages Listen, quite a you, bit over the years you lost no, to them no, no, I've, I've they, been, beat, they beat you both home and away yeah. uh, listen I've been I've, I've been to Anfield and seen Liverpool batter Atletico Madrid like three four seasons in a row and then um, yeah they won last year or last time Atletico but, are you sure yeah yeah we've beaten them I was Simeone I, 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 enough times I don't think you guys have drawn them in the Champions League for ages, apart no. from that time when... Um, you lost the quarterfinals just in 2020. Listen, the last game for COVID. I'm, trying, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about recently. I'm talking about all time. Oh, 1963. Okay, sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't born then, obviously. Opinions, you should opinions. Know that. You should know opinions, that. Opinions, opinions. Right, anyway. <laughs> but like, like you say, Porto, we always, yeah. we always play well against Porto. You know, another oh, team yeah, that yeah. we had a, a lot of times in the Champions League draws was PSV as well. Because mm, I've seen yes, like, Liverpool play PSV loads of times, seen them play Atletico loads of times, and seen Porto loads of times. Um, that's why I know. But um, what I was yeah. saying is, AC Milan, and I didn't realise this, it's the first time in Champions League, European Cup history, AC Milan will be coming to Anfield. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's Liverpool right. have played at San Siro, but not against AC Milan, against Inter, Inter Milan. Um, but yeah, AC Milan have never played at Anfield, which is quite surprising, seeing as we've played them quite a few times in Europe, but it's usually in finals. So yeah, looking forward to it. AC Milan, AC Milan are not the same team. Yeah, no, they're not. No. But it's still a good, good game. There's still no pushovers, though. They're, no. they're definitely not... The, um, the team that they were, you could say what, back in 05, yeah, yeah, things like that. Yeah, but yeah. there's still no pushovers. 
talking about another yeah talking about another group as well is um one game which i'm really looking forward to is ajax versus dortmund um they're both in the same group you're talking entertaining styles of football absolutely passionate fans as well that should be a cracking game do you know what i wanted i wanted us to draw ajax but we couldn't get them the way the draw fell i would have loved to play ajax ajax coming to anfield and then going to Amsterdam to play Ajax as well. Um, you know, Ajax, I, I really do. You know, just for the history of Ajax. Yeah. Um, they're, they're my Dutch team. Um, and, yeah. I think they were, Ajax were everyone's Dutch, Dutch team, weren't team, they? Because yeah. yeah. of that. Yeah. that Ajax team or PSV. was amazing. No, mm. no, I, I never liked PSV. Never liked them. Mm. Never. I think no. even now, I think even Ajax, even now, Historically, they're still producing some top top players. Oh yeah, right, you know? they may not be they may not be winning on the European stage or as much as they used to, mm. but, but they're still they're still players come through their doors. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It, yeah. it's what you say. They they've got a unique institution and a culture of football. Yeah. Um, their style of play. Um, you know, they got their legends. Obviously, Johan Cruyff being right at the top of it. You've had yeah. your Van Bastens there as well. Even you know, Van der Sar, Kluivert, Sedov, Kluivert, David, but but you even talk about you know, Dutch players who have blessed the Premier League, uh, yeah. Mark Overmars, Dennis Ru- Burkamp, Ru- you know what I mean? Yeah, but Van Nistelrooy came from PSV, that's what I'm gonna say, he's PSV, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, PSV, sorry, yes, that's right, yeah. And then, um, but but then again, it's just um, just that culture that they've got that even after their players. Even when they're sold or when they do leave Ajax, at mm. some point in their life, after they're retired, they do come back and help out Ajax as much as they possibly can. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, I mean, definitely, you know, Ajax will always be up there. See, Zlatan played play for European Ajax as well. Yeah. Suarez as well. Suarez. Yeah, Suarez, yeah. 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 Suarez played for Ajax. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that other guy that Liverpool used to have, man? Uh, Yari Lippmanen. Lippmanen. Yeah. Yeah, they've had, they've had quality players, man. And that, that was the draw. Honestly, out of all of them, that was the club I wanted us to draw. But, Jello, they got... Borussia Dortmund's another quality team as they well. Are. You know, they like, um, get some quality players and then have to sell them on. bit mm. like um, Ajax. The feeder club to Europeans, big club. They're the two feeder clubs to Europe's big elite teams, really, aren't they? But that's the thing is, both both of them games um, in the Champions League is going to be absolutely amazing because even their fan bases as well. Oh, yeah. And just the history of the both clubs and there's just the style how they both play attacking football um, should be an absolute, you know, mouth-watering contest, that one. Uh, Moving on, obviously, Real Madrid and Inter in the same group, but I feel sorry for Barcelona Who've got Bayern? Um, you know, and I then, don't know. I think I think I, I think Barcelona and Bayern will qualify out of that. You know, so no, they who will. Else have, who else have they got? They they will, but will Barcelona Benf- take a battering? Yeah, <laughs> Benfica and Kiev. No, listen, Barcelona's got some good players. I think they're taking a lot of better, but it's got players Depay and uh, all these other players. They, they, they'll be okay. They'll Wait, be with okay. Griezmann yeah. leaving, Barcelona can now register Aguero. Yeah, uh, so. Who's out for 10 weeks anyway with an injury? Yeah, but, <laughs> but Barca, yeah, they, they should get through. They've got they've got enough there to get through. Mm. Um, Bayern Munich, though, will destroy them. Mm. Yeah, no, no. Have Bayern we spoken about Group A? Did I miss that Group A? 
Which one? The group A? Or Man City, yes. PSG. City, yeah, we yeah, started yeah. with them. We spoke about it. We started with them. Okay, okay. Sorry, just must have... Because, uh, look, let's that. be honest. Man you City did. and PSG are going to beat everyone in that group. And they're the two that are going to qualify. So. Ooh, Leipzig might have something to say about that. Right, uh, I just don't think that they're the same team as they can, were last can, season. Can I just say, right, um, yeah. to the listeners, we're now, sponsored, we're now sponsored by discussing time travel and deja vu. Because we had this conversation like 20 minutes ago. No, you, just, you just flicked through it. You went straight to the audience. All right. You hardly get a chance to speak about it. I mean, what a game. You know, the, two, the two Middle East giants, right? The financial, is, the two artificial blowtox teams, right? You have one against is, the other. It's right, Qatar yeah. versus um, Dubai, isn't it? Yeah, Qatar versus yeah. The Dubai, absolutely, at the UAE. Oh, yeah, Messi will play at the at the oh, Etihad, but not in a Man City shirt. Absolutely, but you know, I'm just thinking if, if one of those teams or both don't get well, one of them don't get throughout the group, right? Yeah, whoa, the repercussions of PSG or City don't qualify at that group stage. Whoa, that would be massive. something massive. Be absolutely. Massive. Massive. Do you know what? Do you want to know what would really make me happy? Yeah. Is if Leipzig beat yeah. Man City, yeah, and Man City just go into Europa. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I think it'd be better if Man City drop out completely. No, no, yeah. no, no. If they get because if they drop out completely, and then they've got, they've got to concentrate on the league. league. Yeah. yeah. If they're true. in Europa, they're gonna have to play these stupid games. Thursday in, night. Um, you know, like Thursday, <laughs> Thursday night in far Channel eastern five. Europe. You yeah. know yeah. <laughs> well, we, we we can call that game the financial fair play derby, Hannah. Yeah. Uh, between um, PSG and Man City. That's um, a good name for it. Yeah, May United, um, Villarreal, Atalanta, and Young Boys. Um, Looking forward. Obviously, to it. with with Villarreal, um, you know, there's there's a that's bit a rivalry that reignited there. Re- re- revenge factor there a little bit, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I wouldn't say rivalry, but revenge, yes. Right, yeah, you know? but but you know, revenge uh, definitely because it's two legs in group stage, right? Yeah. There's, if they if they beat you, if they beat you be... twice, if they beat you twice. Mm. And let's just say if they beat you twice, there's a European rivalry that's just been born then. Villarreal United. Right. What's the matter of opinion in it? But ultimately, right, you know. <laughs> you know, you know it should comfortably make it out of that group. Um, yeah. yeah. Both yeah, of them should get out of that group. Yeah, yeah. Villarreal, yeah. Villarreal can't, they, there's no benefit for Villarreal to sit 11 men behind the ball in this game. Right, you know. Um, <laughs> and just look for a set piece. Uh, winner and just look out for it. So that's that's not going to happen. But that's so, the way they play. I think they will. I think they will. You know, it doesn't matter. That, that, that's then, the way they then, play. Then okay, if we get two points out, so be it. Right, you know, Atlanta yeah. young boys are there to be taken. Right, you know, so, so Atlanta ain't At- bad. Atlanta, they're we them, was it? Yeah. Did we have them last year or the year before? I can't remember. But yeah. Atlanta are yeah. not the same team as a couple of years ago. Yeah. But they're still a dangerous team, yes, especially especially at home. Yes. Um, one I thing agree. about Atalanta, they get all their points at home. They yeah. are a dangerous Eddie. team. Absolutely. So, man, you have to look out for them. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Um, Harai Singh, I know um, you're a passionate Juve follower as well. And then they've got the current champions, uh, Chelsea, in their group. Apart from that, you know, your game should be fairly easy. But, however, with Ronaldo not being... At Juventus, no, they ha- yeah, they've not been Could playing this... well for the last few weeks. Like, yeah, they lost. They lost Temple the other day. Yeah, exactly. Lost... Could this group probably be a bit of a banana skin for Juve? I don't think it will be. 
Who are the other two teams in the group? Sorry. You've got Malmo and St. Petersburg. You know what will make or break that, that Zenit. group? Zenit away. You know, um, yeah. if Chelsea or Juventus have got them in the winter months, you know, like mm. the December-ish games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away to Zenit. They're bound to. They're bound to have one of them. Five one of them's bound to. Because Liverpool have played there in Champions yeah. League. Yeah, you're right. It's a five o'clock kickoff yeah. in Zenit, away from home when it's snowing. Mm. And and for them, it's not just like you know little flurries of snow. It's a crazy yeah, yeah. snow. It's um, real snow. Them. Yeah, <laughs> we played them when um, Julia had his heart attack, and Phil mm. Thompson was um, just temporary in charge, yeah. and we had yeah. to go away for that game. So that's why I remember playing Zenit and when they had Hulk. Yeah. Mm. So no, that's no, a I tough think game. they'll get through it, but. Um... Yeah, just like you know, without going too much into UV things. Yeah. They're not they're not they're not where they forget even the Ronaldo, you know, like Tiga, they, they still play games like Ronaldo last season. Mm. And you know, they got a leg back. It just I don't know, it doesn't seem to be gelling at the minute. Yeah. Don't know. Not sure. Well we'll find out when the Champions League actually does kick off later on this month. But now let's two, turn two our weeks. attentions. Yeah. Um I mean look, the first Almost the first, um, when is it? I think it's the first Christmas, Premier League December game 25th. back. <laughs> first Premier League game back, and then after that, um, after that, um, midweek is a uh, Champions League kicking off, yeah. And then the week after but, is Carabao. Uh, that's yeah. what you're looking forward F- to, isn't it? And then Champions your League, up. your chance at Fix silverware, your, <laughs> your chance at silverware, yeah. Listen, that's Man City's no, but, go-to trophy, that is. No, 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 but talking about talking about silverware and obviously with the transfer deadline um, yesterday, <laughs> obviously teams um, are signing players, making movements, you know, rumours, speculations, you know, the good old here we go from Fabrizio Romano. And there's been some big, big entertaining movements in this transfer window Absolutely. After, Before we after, talk about the big one, I want to. I, I think it's because you've mentioned silverware and stuff yeah. like that. I think it's important to work out Barcelona's understanding of silverware. Oh, <laughs> but Roger, pass this on over to you. Listen, Barcelona. These last few years, the way they've been running their club, and I've said it in the group. I gave an analogy. It's just like a kid with money. That, you know, like it's their birthday, the parents give them like 20 quid and say, go take them to the <laughs> shop and say, here, buy whatever you want. And they go in and they buy all the stupid stuff, right? That's worthless. That's going to break straight away. Look, over the last year, Ndombele, Ndombele was it that they bought? Um, Braithwaite was the weirdest one. Braithwaite, um, Coutinho, um, let me just bring up the stats. Griezmann. Griezmann. Yeah. All for like stupid money. Um, Should I tell you what the worst one was? Do you know um, Dembele when he signed and uh, there were, he was trying to do kick ups on the pitch and he couldn't do them? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that, I remember that. That was really embarrassing, that one. You know? Coutinho, 160 million. Griezmann, wow. 120 million. Um, Dembele, 140 million, right? And other... De Jong? Th- De Jong. They've just How bought De Jong, haven't they? 
Um, oh, oh, on, sorry, I, that was the other one. Frankie. Goes to Hollywood. That, yeah, Frankie the Jones, yeah. There, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Frankie goes to Hollywood. Right, but it's, it's just, do you know, it's crazy signings. Even the Aguero one came a bit of a surprise. Do you know what I mean? Um, they've got... Look. It just goes to show how much they... Try, they how much they valued Messi and how much they tried to keep yeah. hold of him by paying him over £120 million a year. Right, here, here it is. This is what I was going to say. You know, with uh, what they've done with Griezmann? Yeah. Because obviously they had to reduce the wage bill, da, da, da. If they had sold Griezmann before, did whatever, could they not have kept Messi then? That, that's what I was about to say. If Griezmann, right at the beginning of the window, right early on, Griezmann was linked to go back to Atletico. And if they'd have sold him back to Atletico, they could have kept Messi. But you Messi wanted, summer, Messi wanted last, to leave anyway. Yeah. Last summer, not this summer, did. Yeah. No, no, no. But do you this know year last he didn't want to leave. No, last summer, did Suarez go on a free? Yes. Suarez yeah. for free, yeah. This is well, the thing. Barcelona, the Barcelona got Griezmann for 120 million from yeah. Atletico. Atletico used the money to buy João Felix. They took Suarez for free. They won La Liga. Griezmann's huge, huge wage, wages made Messi leave. Now Griezmann's gone back to Atletico with an option to buy for 40 million euros. So they bought him for 120 million and he's going back to Atletico for 40 million. So basically, what, what they've done is Atletico loaned Griezmann to... Um, Barcelona for a year and are making 80 million yep. from it. And the league. And, the, so they, and, they, got, and they won the league. And, and they then, got um, Suarez. So it, the, these are like tweets that I've been just sharing in the group over the, over the morning. It's, uh, one of these, is, it says, mad how Barcelona gave Atletico 86 million, Luis Suarez and the La Liga title and Antoine Griezmann in exchange for Antoine Griezmann. Because that's essentially what they've done. Do you know? And Barca's finished, man. I'm, mm. Leeds United, back in the day, I think I mentioned it last week when um, we were talking about Leeds United. Their downfall came about because of stupid finance um, and not being sensible and hiring fish when they could have just bought some fish from the pet shop. They, they were renting it. This is the Barcelona's hall. Just stupid, stupid finances. What, what they should have done is given their bloody chairman a Go Henry card, right? You know, <laughs> like what you give to kids, right? Put some money on and say, here, go spend it. This is your budget, right? But no, carte blanche, they're spending stupid money. Don't mm. get me wrong. I'm glad the money they gave us for Coutinho, but it was stupid business. Um, now, Laporte's, Laporta is back as um, chairman of Barcelona. He's always seemed to me as a bit of a sensible bandar. Maybe he'll get everything back to where it was. But, you know, we're talking about transfer and stuff. And I want to come to Real Madrid in a minute. Mm. They haven't got any money, I, in, in my opinion, for the next two, three years to buy any decent quality big names now. Did you just say Real Madrid don't have any money? No, no, I'm on about years. Barca still. I'm on about Barca still. Oh, okay. I'll come back to Real in a minute. Um, now, if Barca are sensible, what they'll do is they'll get some youth players in, maybe sell them on to make their money. 
you know, sell them on for big money, uh, make a name, and just try and rebuild slowly. If they try and do what Real seem to be wanting to do, is go back to the old Galacticos days, then they're going to be finished, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, it is sad. Um, in terms of, like, from a football perspective, to see such a great, you know, elite European giant. Like, yeah, yeah institution. A European yeah. giant um, yeah. with so much history as well, not just the Spanish football, but, you yeah. know, they are one of the biggest names in world football. But, yeah. again... Do you know something, guys? You've just said institution. Yeah. Is all this... Look, I know they're still part of the ESL and all that stupidness, but Real... Barcelona, do you think, and this just popped into my head right now, they're getting rid of assets because they're trying to make themselves look attractive to a Middle Eastern buyer? No. Who knows? Why Who knows? would they want to no, get rid no, no, of no. assets? Because, because, yeah, why we because for Middle Eastern buyer, let's say the Saudis, for example, right, yeah? For them, £120 million, right, yeah? Or a million, or it's absolutely nothing. Right, yeah. And we'll come to transfers in a minute, PSG and Real well, Madrid. But, no, but, but when you're trying but, to sell a company, no, when you're trying they, to sell a company, look, what you do? They doing? won't look at that. But I know what you do for a normal, for a normal yeah, yeah. business, for a normal company. No, I, I'm, I'm looking right, at it yeah? from a business point of view. I know you are, because yeah. you're absolutely right looking no, at like that. No, but then you'd be, but, you'd be losing all that marketing revenue, that marketing income. No, but you know? when you want to reduce wage bill. No, when, when you look... when they come in, when they come in, then they'll spend the money and get the big names. Middle East, the Middle East have got money to burn. They've got all reserves to last them trillions of do- dollars in reserve. Right, I thought yeah. he was going to say years then. No, no. Yeah, trillions. Yeah, not years. But, I mean, but a trillions of but dollars. But yeah, you're right. You know, at the years. moment, right, you know? they've got the money. So th- it's, it's for them, a billion pound even is just like, it's like to you and me, maybe like tenner. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is Barcelona's Barcelona. It's a world-named football. They'll, they'll develop. Look at, look at PSG. They were nowhere when the Qataris come. They're just the average French side. Right, and... Uh, Behind Marseille, you know, and all of a sudden, yeah, they're, they're, they're a big name, you know. PSG was some PSG used to be another team in the suburbs of Paris, you know. It's, it's the same with Man City, you know. There, there were two nothing teams up and down your side, Man City, right? You know? there, there were two so, w- yeah. without being too disrespectful. No, it's okay. I say too it, disrespectful because I am because okay. I am being disrespectful. Good, good. There were two nothing teams <laughs> that got bought out by yeah. billionaires, yeah, and became something. And yeah. let's be honest, mm. Chelsea were as well. Yeah. When they got bought by Abramovich, they Absolutely. were a your team yeah. at that time. Um, mm, yeah. The only difference is Barca <laughs> and Real are not yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Um, I, I just think they are trying to do something to um, sweeten a deal, maybe. This Mbappe bid, look, with Real, what is nearly 200 million euros they bid for Mbappe and they got rejected by PSG. And I've got my opinion on that. And look, PSG, I, I, they were saying it on the radio, It's that, that was an old money versus new money argument. PSG just showing, you know, flexing their muscle um, to say, we can we don't reject... Want- we can, we, yeah, can, we can reject 200 we can million. Reject we don't need your money. He can go on a free. Yeah. We don't care. Yeah. We're keeping him this year. We it was, it was a hand guard. It was an ego. Yeah. Thing. That goes on that point. That's on Nav's point as well. Then this, this money 
yeah. the Eastern, um, Middle Eastern owners, yeah, and is nothing 200 million, 100 million, 200 million is nothing, but then and I still look, think that I don't think they're trying to make themselves. I, I get your point about you know reducing the balancing the books and all this, yeah. but they're also looking at if we go into a club where you've got Messi, where you've got the big name, we can like look at these shirts, you know, the, the PSG shirts with the uh, Air Jordan oh, and Jordan. Um, yeah. Messi on the back, although you can't find them. The thing I've is, the club. It. Okay, I've just literally, literally just had a uh, a thing, and I've just seen the price. They're one hundred and sixty quid. No, no, no. No, Leon, I'm on about the shirts. Yeah, but Leon versus PSG. PSG. Yeah, how much is that ticket? Normally, it'd be like about seventy quid, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's two hundred eighty-two euros. Wow. 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 Why? Because that's their rivalry match. But they come. You got people coming in to see from all over. You got Messi. You got more. Yeah, and that's direct. Look, I want to mention Real Madrid here because I I genuinely feel Real Madrid were making these bids. It's come out as two hundred million bid, but I don't think it was a straight two hundred million. Like that is two hundred twenty million euros. Yeah, it's probably, but it's probably yeah. You it's know, we we'll give like you ten million now with add-ons and, then, and yeah. this. And that's, that's not the point. It's still two hundred twenty million yeah. pounds. But what I'm saying is, right, yeah. Real Madrid, I feel, were making false bids, knowing they're going to get rejected. Yeah, Do you know, just to sweet. And I mentioned this before, um, to you guys, just to sweeten up Mbappe to say, look, we tried our hardest. I disagree. I totally no, disagree. No, no, when, when, when it comes to, you know, when it comes to the... Um, I know what you're in saying. In January. I, say, look, I, 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 I agree. I see, I see, I see, I see, I hardest. Baraj, come to us for free. Baraj, Real Madrid don't need to do that. Right, yeah. I tell you, if, if it was a Man City, a Johnny come lately, right, yeah, maybe, right, yeah, but not Real Madrid, a club steeped in history, right, yeah, who most players in the world, a top professional, wants to play for, right, yeah. You don't do that, right? Yeah, I don't think Madrid need to play these fancy games. Look at us, we're bidding for you. We want you, really. Look at the money. If that was the case, and PSG, right, yeah, thought that was the case, call their bluff. Okay, we accept your bid. We're willing to discuss. Give them 20 million pounds. It's yours. Let's see what they do, right? Yeah. If Real Madrid knew they were serious, Madrid knew they were serious, PSG knew they were serious, right? Yeah. And, and they just didn't want to sell it. It's that. It was nothing about Madrid do not need to market themselves. In any in any way, shape, and form like that, in, right? You know, I, mm, oh, they don't. Maybe they don't. maybe last year. I they think don't. this year with the whole ESE debacle, ESL debacle, no, and everything don't. like that, their chairman is a bit loopy, in my you opinion. But the funny thing was, the funny thing was, is Real Madrid. Um, of course, La Liga has been hit more than the Premier League has due to COVID. Yeah. The, uh, obviously, they're getting their stadium renovated, which is a massive project as well. Mm. And then they're like, oh, we haven't got money. And now they're finding money behind tables and chairs and everything. Yeah, like that. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you found on the back of the sofa this 20 million. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, so, you know, Do you know oh, and, I left that there two years ago or something like that, you know. And how's um, the FFP going to they won't let Messi stay on half his wages? How the, how are uh, La Liga uh, going to allow this? It doesn't matter, like, about, oh, they've got a certain amount of tax money coming in. By the letter of well, the law, FFP can't sanction that deal. It depends you know, on what wages they give him. It depends on the wages. They can. If they can afford to buy... It's not about how much you buy a player for, it's how much you pay him. Right, you know, so... Well, that's what I mean. It, they, it depends they, on his wages. 
the thing well, with Mbappe, got... the, the the thing with Mbappe now is is that um, his contract is going to run out at the end of the season, uh, meaning that in what December January time he's open to to, to yeah. speak to other clubs from other countries. The thing is, yeah, the thing is is that Mbappe's always had his dreams. Um, basically, as a young boy, that his dream is to play for Real Madrid. Yeah, exactly, um, and and this is what I do believe as well is players also have dreams and aspirations regardless at any stage that they are at at their career they sometimes do have that you know that set that we want to play for a particular club in our life mm, and yeah. Mbappe is no different I think we will see Mbappe eventually at Real Madrid at some point he's got age on his side next year um yeah and and even if even if it isn't next year he just got so many years with him and you know Madrid definitely yeah. for a you're right time is on his side yeah, they, they will come knocking again. Um, yeah. Madrid know that if they were to be a superpower uh, mm. in fo- in football again, be it be it how they were with um, Ronaldo, where they're competing and winning Champions League after Champions League, followed by La Liga, they need a player like an Mbappe. So it's a no-brainer. I'll be very shocked if Mbappe never plays for Real Madrid. You know, yeah. but no, I think you're right. I, I, you're you're 100 yeah. right. Look, Real Madrid, there's, there's a whole generation of kids mm. um, in football, out of football, whose yeah. dream is to play for Real Madrid from yeah. all over talking the world. About dreams, talking about dreams of playing for Real Madrid, it was also Cristiano Ronaldo's dream. Um, and yeah, that, it was. Uh, to play for Real Madrid. People forget get... that when he left United, yeah. he left because it was Real Madrid. Yeah. As United fans, that's one thing is that we definitely knew 100% that he was never, ever going to just continue playing at Man United throughout the whole of his career. He will move. Absolutely. Um, gigs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But then again, you know, Man United fans also had a dream that he would come back then and come return. Back. Ronaldo! <laughs> it's, it's one of those you things, know what? like you say, so some, some players... Yeah, get to play for their dream club yeah. at the start of their career. Some people you know, they start that club. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm talking about look. For example, um, like Totti, he played yeah. for Roma. That's a club he always wanted to play for, and he got to do it. Mm. Mbappe, you're right. At some point in his career, whether it's next season, whether PSG managed to talk him into signing a contract for another year or something, um. Which a little bit, I think, as well. PSG are hoping by him staying, playing with Messi, they they win the Champions League this year. Yeah, yeah. And they can yeah. persuade him, say, "Look, we've done it." That's Come what on, Ronaldo for did that year. season. Remember when they won? Yeah. He wanted to be the yeah. first person to win it back to back, like. Um, yeah. But yeah, but it just didn't happen for him, and he yeah. left that season after. Yeah, That's right. So sometimes. There's that that factor as well that they hope they can, um, you know, because look, everyone we say they've got their dreams and ambitions. They've also got ego as well. It's why Neymar left Barcelona to go to PSG. He didn't yeah. want to be in the shadow of Messi. Yeah, that's Mbappe true. a little but, bit. Yeah, that might be playing into it a little bit, saying you'll be now under the shadow of Messi. You're not going to be the number one anymore. But by playing with him, maybe they strike up this partnership. Like, Neymar wanted to leave PSG and go back, didn't he? Um, but now, yeah. he wants to stay. Sometimes it just works out. Carol, I was saying, just, 
just before you leave, I just want to get your thoughts on Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, the second rising, or you could sort of say the return no, of I'm the great man. I, I, I bought a United top last week and I put Cantor on the back, innit? You can wear that one week and then just get another United shirt with Ronaldo to, on that one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, but no, um, I don't know. You know what? I, I at least, at least you went that, at least you went that Man City fan who bought a Ronaldo shirt. Yeah, I was I was lucky enough to be watching I had Sky Sports News on. I can't remember what I was doing actually. I was, I was sitting there watching Sky Sports News and it happened and I screamed and goodbye. I was like, what's just happened? I went, Ronaldo's back. And she's like, Yeah, what? Like, Ronaldo's <laughs> back. It's like, why would I care? And I was like, yeah. and I was buzzing about it. I've been buzzing about it for the last few days, and she's just like is there oh. and is there anything else you want to talk about? I was like, nah, that's right. But no, I, I, I yeah. It's, I'm um... surprised she didn't say to you on your roti pahoni, Do you know that talk? Do you know that talk which was before of him potentially going to Man City? There's just something weird about it which just didn't seem right. And for me, again, be it Agents. even when. Even when the whole move was even going to happen to United, it was just something like, okay, cool. Everyone's tweeting about it. It is hot topic. But until you get a proper reliable source who officially like tweets Barrett about Singh. it. But, no, no, listen, but, official, listen, but how crazy one. was it that how quickly even United tweeted it on their Twitter page? Yeah. yeah. They, wanted was, just, that, they wanted to close it down. They just wanted to stop yeah. all the uh, things. It was a race. It was a race. Who wants to announce it first? Guys, yeah. I've got I've got something. To, I don't know if you've seen it already, because um, yeah. like this transfer window on our WhatsApp. Look, I came out with some proper like <laughs> sources and stuff, but I've got a source telling you now, the Queen, oh, Queen yes. Elizabeth II, has asked has signed signed AT. Ronaldo shirt. Absolutely, right. Absolutely. Um, but then also, look, this is another thing that I heard over the weeks. Look, you know when um, Ronaldo went from. Madrid to Juventus yeah. the agent asked United do you want him back and there was no interest at the time from United so he went and every year the agent sort of been asking would you be interested would you be interested and United weren't interested until yeah. he dangled the Man City carrot in front of them yeah. that he's going to be going to Man City and that's what sparked United yes. United interest. He played City. I tell you, he played him for a sucker. Right, you know what I mean? And you know what? It worked out well. <laughs> All right. I'm but glad for he the fans, did. For the fans, For the fans, for the fans, absolutely. Right, you know, they, they had their shirts printed. They're ready for the announcement. They were dreaming. They got the contract ready for him. Everything. They thought, yeah, we could... like Tevez, they're probably having the billboards ready as well. Right, you know what I mean? Right. I, I, heard, they, I heard they were some billboards right. ready as well. Right, and uh, suddenly, yeah. bang. If you, if whoever read Ronaldo's statement the other day, there was no way that guy was ever, ever yeah. going to go to City. Not you know, a cat selling chance. The newspapers are right, still yeah. saying, oh, there was a chance, but you know what? They're trying to play it down. City yeah, are embarrassed. City are embarrassed. It's egg on the says, face. He says it. He goes, I talked to Rio. I yeah. talked to yeah. Evra. I yeah. talked to Salix. Yeah. I, you know, obviously, you know, Fernandez mm. being there, them being, yeah. um, mm. uh, obviously, international teammates and stuff. Yeah. He's Bruno. Yeah. He's got United in his uh, in his it's DNA. Solskjaer coming out and saying what he did in that press conference. He knows where we Brilliant. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know, yeah. 
he they, they really played on the whole um you're a united legend Romantic. don't go to our rival he knows and you know there yeah and we all we're all in the group and we've all seen the messages if he had gone if to, he'd gone to city yeah to say he's i would have been disappointed been gutted but to say, you know, people are like, oh, he's no longer the greatest or he's not the GOAT. No, no, he was always the greatest. He's That's going to happen. That was yeah. regardless. Anna. Exactly, yeah. There's only and one club that would have hurt you more if he'd have signed for other than City. Liverpool. Liverpool. If he'd have come to Liverpool, then then you'd definitely, you'd have been burning his house down, never mind his shirts. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, would, that would never yeah. happen. <laughs> this, this, this is the thing, though, you know, Anna, is I was actually um, listening to what Rio Ferdinand had to say and even... You know, he said it straight. He goes, it was essential that Man United had a good window in terms of the incomings, which 100%, you know, when you have the likes of world-class, talented, professional winners like a Sancho, like a Varane, like a Ronaldo coming in. Yeah. It's always, so Ronaldo it's added big. 8% to Stockshare, didn't it? Stockshare price. Well, how Just within hours. That? That Just within hours. More than, his, yeah. more than his even what we paid for him. Right, The club yeah. made it yeah. back in seconds. Yeah, no, yeah, the, yeah. the club didn't. The shareholders made it back. Shared, yeah, shareholders. The, 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 the value of the club. The value of the club made but, it. That but was right, but yeah. this is the thing. But, this is the thing. Even though he was not going to go to Man City, if that was to ever happen, though, right? Um, how Ferdinand said, he goes, you would have needed security around the clock at people at Edward Wood's house, uh, yeah. around the ground and what have you, this, that, the other. The funny thing about this There, there would have been slashing tyres again. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing about this whole thing is two ex-Man City players in particular, Julian Lescott and uh, Travis. Oh my Lee God! Player, yes. <laughs> right. First, they were saying, "Oh yeah, he's um, he's still got plenty of mileage left in the tank. He's going to win us everything. We're going to be challenging." Blah blah blah. This, that, the other. Yeah. To then saying, "Oh, it. you know what? He um." If he can get about 15 goals in all competitions, I think that's okay. He won't be able to play every game, this, that, the other. See, that's that, the that's thing the way, now. That's, is... that's fans. That's fans for you. Yeah, yeah. Even players yeah. and pundits are fans. Yeah, of course yeah. they are. Of course they are. But, then, but then saying this now, such a big name is not only in terms of merchandise, not only just in stocks and shares and money and merchandise. This is just massive for Manchester United, not just this season, but next season, but also the education that the young players are going to get. Oh, I was going to and say that. And also, everyone's levels at Absolutely. the ground. Uh, going to go It's going to give everyone another lift. Absolutely. You know, but Raj, you said if you all, uh, you agreed with what Kamal, with another job, Kamaljit said, oh, this is going to knock Greenwood back, right? Yeah, it's going to knock Greenwood back, right? You're by Ronaldo coming, right? Yeah. Listen, if you're 19 years old, right? Yeah. And you've got the skill of Greenwood and you've got Cavani on your left-hand side, and you've got Ronaldo on your right hand side at the training ground, right? Yeah, teaching you how to perform, how to play, and you're watching them week in, week out. There's only one way you're going, and that's up. There's only Listen, one way you're going. Look, look, up. right? You know, I, I've got some breaking news for you, Man United fans. <laughs> right, Greenwood will be going out on loan in January. Let's have some sensible comments, right? Yeah, you heard it here first, <laughs> right? It's okay, right. They'll sell Cavani before they do that, right? But yeah. let's let's go on to some other clubs 
and talk about their transfer window. No, 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 no. Because no, it's no, not no, just no. Manchester United. No, no, we haven't finished with Ronaldo yet. We haven't we have finished with Ronaldo. <laughs> right, yeah. you, you might not we, finish with Ronaldo. His career has. He's this, taking a step back. We need, Ronaldo, we right, just, yeah. We need Ronaldo. a separate podcast just for Ronaldo. Right, yeah. <laughs> but, no, uh, look, on a serious This note, Ronaldo's... Ronaldo, when Ronaldo signed for United, right, yeah, it the biggest ever social media post yep. by any sporting club in history. Right, and yeah. that's fine. That's fine. That's, uh, I know it's fine. That's, that's, fine. that's how much that, he reaches. But, yeah. but the, the same thing happened when Messi moved to PSG. The it thing is... Because this happened more. <laughs> that's that's was, why it's the biggest... Uh, Oh, it, this listen, was bigger. <laughs> no, it was bigger, but it's because it happened yeah. after. It can't be bigger if it happened before, right? Yeah. But anyway, right? What I'm going to say is... Messi wouldn't have reached that height. So. Messi, don't talk about Messi's height. Now, um, <laughs> now no, the thing is, Manchester United have got a much bigger fan base than PSG have. I, internationally, and, they have, yeah. And, and Ronaldo, in terms of an athlete in sports, is one of the most followed. Like, I think in football, he is number one in terms of followers. Re- uh, realistically, he... realistically, yeah. the two most recognised faces in football are Messi and Ronaldo, without a doubt. Yeah. But the reach of Manchester United is more than... Um, PSG. PSG. Yeah. Right? So when it comes to social media presence, right... Mm-hmm. Um, that if Messi had gone to Manchester United, that would have been probably the biggest as well, just purely because of the number of eyes on the two factors. PSG still... The biggest transfer of the sea, of the transfer window was Ronaldo to Man United. End of. Right, yeah? But do you know I... what it is? That's how crazy that this window has been, where you've seen yeah. the top two strikers of Serie A come to the Premier League. Yeah. You've seen Messi go on the move. Mm. Um, you had but, all this speculation about the, 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 the captains, the captains, through. the two El Clasico captains going to PSG. Yeah, because Ramos yeah. going to PSG as well. Mm. Yeah. Real's captain. Um, mm. you've, they you've got, got a European winner in um, uh, Donnarumma, uh, yeah. the goalkeeper, yeah. probably the best keeper, up and coming yeah. keeper in the world. Yeah, mm. arguably. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. So th- this transfer window has been crazy, honestly. Yeah. Um, Chelsea have made movements. They got um, Sal Niguez in, um, yeah. you know, before the window ended. Um, it, it obviously Jack Grealish, hundred million pound, which you know was was a massive move. Um, will it yeah. be enough to win them a Premier League or a Champions League? We'll wait and find out. But there was some massive, massive movements in this window, and it it obviously after the year. Uh, of COVID and everything like that that we had the year before, um, we were expected to have some sort of a big window, and it didn't really disappoint. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, just even look, Arsenal had a, a pretty busy window as well. Whether we uh, talk about whether spent it was the right lot. thing or not, they have spent a lot of money as well. Um, so even yeah. like even the bottom but of the Premiership that. has made moves. Yeah, um, that's true. But um, Aston Villa, like we say, PSG, um, mm. all the clubs around Europe have made moves. Big players have gone. We've talked West about Ham. Griezmann. West Ham, yeah. We've talked West about Ham Griezmann. Got three players in, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just right at the end there. Um, yeah. and the, but there's one club that really didn't make too many moves. Um, 
and that hurt me a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, we got Canate in, which, yeah. to be fair, we needed um, a centre-back. And that's a really good early. signing. We got him in really early. Yeah. But I've, I've said this... For, and you thought that was a bit catalyst, didn't it? You thought they got him in early, it's getting more signings to come, it's a catalyst. And this is the question, I was going to ask you this question. No, 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 well, look, I said this I said this quite a few podcasts ago. You can go back and listen. Um, Liverpool traditionally do a lot of business in January rather than the summer. Um, which... It really, I don't like to be honest with you. No, you can't. You can't really get too many great bargains uh, in the general. And I know you got. Uh, but, but and I know, we, you, we I know get, you got Van, Van Dyke, but that's pre-planned right beforehand. We, we get Van Dyke. When, when you Suarez came, Suarez yeah. came in January. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've always had our better players mm. turn up in January, mm. apart from Salah. Mm. Um, but Salah wasn't bought as a main main player at the time. Because, look, no one thought he was going to do what he did. But mm. I would have liked a bit more, this transfer window. The positive thing is we've signed a lot of players on for long-term. Contract whose contracts extension. were coming up. Um, Henderson, Salah, oh, Alisson, um, Nat I've, Phillips. Yeah, listen. Van Dyke. No, no, I, I've got to give it to you guys. You made the signing of the season. Car- Carol Farrell signed on another five years. Yeah, what a super, what a super <laughs> I saw that, yeah. you gave that, that, Carol, yeah, the canteen right, woman, the five canteen years lady, you know, fantastic, you know what I mean? So, but but you've got to, you've got to admit, and and, and you but said, right, you've, you've got to be able to laugh at yourself as a yeah, club, no, no, you no, have no. to have a sense of humor. No, no, we all laugh at Liverpool, yeah. sorry, Liverpool, sorry. Liverpool knew, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they weren't they weren't buying anyone else, yeah, 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 so they no. put that out for a laugh, yeah, and, yeah, no, um, no, we all had a gig at Liverpool, don't we? But listen, what I was gonna say, the question I wanted to ask you, but right, you know, was um. That if you stand still, right? Yeah, you don't go very far, right? Yeah, for the future. Fergie was a master of always improving the squad. As you win, you win something. You and he's, and he's quite rigid in that. He doesn't care who you are. Out with the old, in with the new, right? Yeah. No, I agree. You rode a crest of a wave in, for a couple of seasons, twenty nineteen Champions League and the league twenty twenty, right? And one would have thought that it's time to kick on. Replenish the squad, get more, more. But you stood last two windows. You've really stood still. We have, right, you know. And does that and concern no. you? Does that concern you? Right, in a way, your average age is getting about 29, 30 now of the of the squad. Right, in a way, and we've got we've got a lot of youngsters coming through. Anyway, um, I mean, look, Harvey Elliott, Nat Phillips, who came, brought through towards the end of last season. Um, you don't. We got we got Williams. <laughs> right, but we've got we've got youngsters coming through. But I would have liked to have seen a bit more movement, maybe up front. Now with Firmino getting injured, I thought maybe we would get a striker in, especially with Shakiri going. But I think what he's going to do, look, Jota's going to be his is is going to start more um, than not. We've got. Harvey Elliott there. We've got Ox, who's back from injury, who I genuinely thought would actually leave this window. I thought Origi would leave as well because um, Wolves were looking at him and Arsenal were looking at him as well. Um, if maybe Origi or Ox had gone, then maybe we would have bought somebody. But I think they decided not to sell, keep who they've got, Maybe look in January 
The other thing is I'm slightly worried about is FSG are looking to sell the club. That's not a, a secret. They've been looking for a couple of years now. Um, and you know, like the whole not bringing in assets and getting rid of assets thing. Um, maybe FSG are doing that a little bit as well. Um, making the club look a little bit more attractive for a takeover. I don't know. I don't have I think, that um, I think level of what uh, I've, what, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. What I just found really weird was, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it, it does happen where you get players that leave on a free, okay? Yeah. Which I'm, as a Man United fan, is really scared about Pogba. Uh, number one, I don't want him to go. But if he does go, um, I hope that we get money uh, for Decent Pogba. money as well. Decent money. Now, Gini Wijnaldum, he, in terms of your success, and especially under Klopp, has been one of the most standout players. He See, has outside, been... of, outside of Liverpool, he's, he's underappreciated. Liverpool fans, though, yeah. knew what he did for the club. 100%. Like, that, within that, that semi-final, him going when, you me. Liverpool, when, when you beat Liverpool, he came on as a second-half sub, I believe, but when, and he when, scored two goals. When we beat Liverpool... Yeah, when you beat Liverpool at Anfield, he came on as a second half. Sub, when I Liverpool believe, beat Liverpool, no, Athletic, sorry, uh, Real Madrid. <laughs> when Liverpool beat Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Barcelona. Sorry. Yeah. He came on as a second half sub and he scored two goals and yeah. just he he ran the show in the middle of the park. He closed that game off. He had that ability also, to do that. Yeah, but I, I used to find out that is, I found him to be like sort of like the engine and the gearbox of your midfield. Yeah. Um, the guy was box to box. He was relentless. Um, he played in the big games, um, and he was a massive part of your not just your squad but your starting eleven. Um, that, that's the thing. And, he could break up play, and he yeah. could make play. Yeah, and for and him when, to when go he on went, free, that and, hurt me. and to not replace him, to not replace him, I was like, they're in a bit of trouble here. In terms of they're going a little bit light in midfield. Now, do not get me wrong. You've got your players like Thiago, who, okay, we all know what he can do. He has got an injury track record, but then again, he's not quite hit the ground running. But you've got Henderson, you've got, you know, Fabinho, who I put up there as one of the best defensive midfielders in the Premier League. Um, You know, absolutely fantastic. But then again, is. While Naldum going is a big miss. And yeah, you've got your youngsters like Harvey Elliott, but then in the context of the season, when you have players like Naby Keita, Ox, who are injury prone. Both, both of those two are injury prone, and that's my injury prone. And, and you know, look, do not get me wrong, Milner can put a shift in, but the guy can't play. But he's not, he's not yeah, he's yeah. not playing every single day. And, and when it does come to October, November, December, when you are playing three games a week where there will probably be suspension and you need rotations. Do not get me wrong, you'll put a shift in. But then on top of that, how we spoke about it, and, and this is what I fear about United, however, because of the class that has come in, is everyone is that one injury away that you hope that does not happen to one of your best players. Like, yeah. I fear if, if Maguire or Varane or a Bruno got injured. Because mm. I know You're how right. important them three are. Yeah, yeah. More than more than your attackers. Look, Ronaldo, Rashford's injured now. Greenwood, Cavani. You've yeah. got you've got people there that can yeah. pick up 
but it's the essential, like you say, if Maguire yeah. or Varane are injured, yeah, or Bruno, got, yeah. or Bruno, yeah, who have you got to yeah. replace them? Uh, exactly. And, you've got and, you've got and, players, but yeah. not the same quality. And, and that's that's the thing with yeah. us in Liverpool. Look, we've got we've got Henderson, we've got Milner, we've got Cater, we've got Ox, we've got Fabinho. Out of all of those, mm. Fabinho, in my eyes, is the only one that could play ninety percent of the games in the season. Yeah. Mm. Milner can't play week in week out. Mm. Henderson probably won't play week in week out, um, mm. just because he's getting on a bit as well. Um, Cater is injury prone. I don't know if it's the way he plays, the way he trains. I don't know what it is. He just seems to be jinxed. Ox seems to be jinxed, you know, with, with his injuries. It's not like he's reckless. He just picks up these stupid long-term injuries. Um, yeah. He's a quality player. Um, we've got rid of Shakiri, right? We've got Minamino, who, when, when I seen him play against Liverpool in um, the Champions League for... Or was it Salzburg or yeah. Leipzig? I can't remember which Red Bull team Salzburg. he was going from. Salzburg. Salzburg. He looked quality in those games. And mm. when we came in for him, I was like, yeah, I'm glad that we've got him. But he hasn't really done anything at Liverpool. At Southampton, he looked okay. Now he just needs to go on. Pre-season, I saw him against Osasuna. He looked really good. But that was a pre-season game. For all the Liverpool fans... Listening, they'll know what I'm talking about. We used to have a player called Alexi Voronin. Yeah. Um, it was an international player. He looked world-class in pre-season, right? But when it came to the actual season, it was rubbish. I hope Minamino is not one of those that in pre-season looks awesome. Yeah. But when, when it comes to the season, he's rubbish. Um, so maybe that's what he's thinking is, we've got Minamino. We've got these other players there. You're right. I think squad depth-wise, we're a little light. I reckon First you'll spend wise, it January. I reckon we will. Yeah. Um, one thing that Liverpool are, and it's annoying, is that they're reactionary. Stuff has to happen before they make moves. Do you know? Which, which can be annoying, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They, they, don't, they don't look right. Like, the Canate signing. Mm. Now, we've got Reese Williams in defence. He's gone out to loan on loan to yeah. Swansea, um, yeah. which is good for him. He's a young kid, development, and he's played um, He played towards the end of last season. My worry was Nat Phillips going, but now as centre-backs, we've got five quality centre-backs. Mm. We've got Joe Gomez, Van Dijk, Matip, Kanate, and Nat Phillips. Mm. And you know, like Navrat Singh was talking about Greenwood, learning and developing. Yeah. I can see that with Nat Phillips learning off these centre-backs. Kanate is young as well. Uh, yeah, he is. Right backs, yeah, yeah. Full backs, yeah. we've got two of probably the best full back, full backs, arguably in the league, as, as a pair, Robertson and Trent. Simikas has come in while Robertson was injured, and he's looked really, really good. Did a good job, yeah. And just before we started the podcast, I was talking to you about um, Serge Aurier. Um, mm. He's now his contract's been cancelled with Spurs. He's technically a free agent. Now, someone on Twitter said, why don't Liverpool go for Serge Aurier as a backup to um, Trent, Alexander-Arnold? And Trent then, if Aurier can play, 
and then Trent can move upfield and be more of an attacking type yeah. player, which is a good shout, in my opinion. And it sort of gives us a plan B sort of thing to do with there. Bring him on if he's not going to start. Have Trent then going up, being an attacking player, and it changes just the formation a little bit. We could go to a back three, you know, have a five. Um, but Aurier's mentality is what's questionable. Uh, but that type of player, do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's it, it's just upset me. Looking at other clubs, don't get me wrong. I'm what I'm one of these that whatever Liverpool do, I'll always say they've done right. I'm not one of these club bashers, you know, like some fans. Like I know you guys are not club bashers either, but you know, like when Ronaldo was potentially signing for City. There was some. <laughs> there were some in the group. I, I, I'm not going to deny the fact. Even I, I, even I'm in gonna... our circle, where you know, like I, I'm, he's a snake. I'm not going to deny other. the fact. Yeah, um, it wasn't me. Then, gonna... it, I know. It, that's why I say it wasn't you guys. Um, <laughs> but there were some others. I'm not <laughs> one for them. The, but I, I, I think that, I think it's tongue in cheek. I think it's tongue in yeah. cheek. And I agree with saying. No, no, no. Some some of them were like he's a snake if he goes this that the other. He's finished the shirt burning, all that stuff. I've never been. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. It was interesting to see um, some of the reactions uh, from Man United fans. Yeah. Do not get me wrong. I had a lot of messages um, which were yeah. very anti-Ronaldo, which was, you could say, that are reactionary. But the thing then, is, that's, that's but, because they feel but, so but, passionate. They hurt. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's exactly. like when you love hurts you. Yeah. It's like when, you know, when Gerard was almost signed for Chelsea and all those mm. fans were burning Gerard shirts. It was mm. purely because... They were hurt. And, you know, like when you're bashing rival players, like like United fans bashing Gerard, right? A little bit comes from jealousy because you'd like huh? to see him in your team. No, a little bit is deep down. Do you, you know why it hurts? hurts? No. No, no. Sometimes no, no. it's like as, as a, you look at other, other clubs and you think you hate on certain players because you want them in your club. Do you get what I mean? I'll I, I tell you the fact. I, I, I t just a quick thing about Steven Gerrard, right? Yeah. Um, as a Man United fan. Yeah. Okay, hate you could say is a very extreme word, right? Uh, let's just say you know being sensible and everything like that. I dislike Steven Gerrard, not because of the fact. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, he didn't really hurt United much over the years. Do not get me wrong. There's that like one. Absolute screamer he scored against uh, Fabian Barthez at Anfield when he was really young. Oh, what yeah, a goal that was, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there was that time, obviously, under David Moyes when he scored two penalties uh, at Old Trafford and you beat us 3-0. The fact that we disliked Steven Gerrard, or Percy myself, is that the love he had for Liverpool. And it's just like for you guys, it's like Ronaldo. Love that Gary Neville, even like yeah, Gary yeah. Neville, Gary Neville, that he had that he has for Man United. And he that's the thing with rival, yeah. fan, rival yeah. fans. That's yeah. that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. as as a fan, because they Liverpool, represent they represent yeah. the club, not yeah. just the skill they have. Yeah. Now now look, blood, me, sweat, and tears. Like as, as, a, as a fan of, as a fan of Liverpool, yeah. Realistically, I don't care that Ronaldo signed for United. What I do care about. And look, I am. I look at other clubs and look at the business that they've done, and I am a little bit jealous that why haven't we done it? Yeah. But the I'm thing always, is now. I'm the kind of fan though that in the back of my mind is the club's got a plan. I'll always back the club. Whereas there's some fans 
that'll say, I mean, I saw it on Twitter. There's going to be some fans are trying to organize a march, like FSG out, you know, get the yeah. board out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because we didn't buy anyone this transfer window. Oh, come on. You know, like, and to me, they're like plastic fans. Yeah. You know, Navrad saying, I'm, I'm going to bring you in here now as well. Um, yeah. In terms of the window, right? Mm. Bringing in world class players, Varane, Sancho, Ronaldo. Yeah. Surely teams, surely teams are looking at us in a very, very different way. That is a and very as good a window. Fan, oh, as a fan, 100%, 100%. Like, in, like, but as a fan, how do you now feel? Like, in terms of, do you sort of feel like me, like you're a bit like 10 foot taller now, where, where, where you feel like something's happening now? Jackson, you know, before we signed Ronaldo, before that came across, I thought we had yeah. a good window then, anyway, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. great. A great one would have been uh, having a defensive midfielder, right? Yeah. Of course. Of but course. I, I think You've we got had a world class Fred. You don't need a defensive <laughs> midfielder. <laughs> but, listen, but listen, on that note, right? Yeah. If we had the Brazil, if the true Fred turns up, I haven't got a problem. The one that plays the in Brazil. One. Right. The one, the, play, one. the one who plays in Brazil, right? Fred. Yeah. Right. But you know what? Right. Yeah. But yeah. when, but when, Right, yeah, Ronaldo's side, it didn't matter anymore. It just did not matter. The DMC, the MDC, I agree. right, did not agree. matter anymore. For me, then, you know, yeah. they had, at the English sides, they had the best transfer window, right, yeah. Oh, they, oh right. window-wise, I agree. I right, agree. You know? Like, and, in terms of incomings. I, I, and I know last week we sort of um, yeah. disagreed in terms mm. of, the, the reason why I said that was in terms of yeah. the outgoings. Now, obviously, yeah. there were still five, six days left. We got rid of um, Dan James. Obviously, yeah. wish him well, Hannah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good he, signing for Leeds. Yeah, it is. Even though he has sign. gone to Leeds, even though he yeah. has gone to Leeds, don't not rivals anymore. Wish the guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I wish the guy well. Yeah. I wish the guy well, and I, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. hope that I believe that he does well. I hope he kicks on, and I hope he does well. Yeah. Right, I hope he gets even a bigger move later yeah. on. Right, you know. But like you, uh, but but how you said, the Ronaldo yeah. thing changes it. It does. Do not do do not get me wrong. Yeah. I, I still wish that we could have got a central defensive midfielder. However, absolutely, absolutely. However, not every not every window, like come yeah. on, let's be honest, in football. You get 100 percent Yeah. Yeah. You don't always hit your targets. Yeah. And and last season we did say yeah. Man United are at least three to four players short. Now, yeah. out of the four, if we've got the three, yeah. I'm not complaining. No, and absolutely. Look, because we, we were short in center center back we covered that we we never really had a proper right 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 attacker we do now yeah right yeah center forward we were we're covered with Conor Cavani right and Martial last season right yeah mm. Martial didn't cut it for a lot of people right yeah Cavani, let, 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 Cavani did right yeah but now this season we've got Greenwood in there but with Ronaldo that really strengthens that position right you know See, being realistic be yeah. realistic United have bought in one of the two best players in the world. Absolutely. The, the right. best player in the world. Right. Absolutely. Well, arguably, that's why I'm saying arguably one of the two, right? Now, Melinda's not on of, tonight. Guys, no you, bought on, you bought in one of the most um, up-and-coming youngsters, attacking youngsters in the world, mm. right? You've bought in a world-class defender. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good window. Yeah. What, what you're saying, I, I think what you're both saying is, in all those three positions, and we spent we less than Arsenal. We you, got, you the got best potentially players. the best player for those yeah. positions. Yeah. That yeah, was available. For those positions. Now, now, <laughs> this is the thing. Now, do you know? Obviously, 
when you make signings like this, you've got to perform and, and you've got to act, right? And obviously the success of this will be told via, you know, not only how we play and the results, but it comes down to the trophies that you win. I know it's still very, very early in the season, yeah. but are you expecting now for us to definitely win a trophy this season? Yes. Right. It would be, be I, very I bad we, if they we, don't. I, we have just as much chance of winning a trophy as any other side in the Premier League. Right, yeah. I agree. It's challenging I agree. for a trophy. Any other chance. If United, if United don't win a trophy this season, I will be very, very disappointed. Huge. Guys, from, from a neutral's point of view, looking yeah. at United, yeah. it's going to come down to one or two games in the season. Um, it'll be how you play against City. It'll be yeah. how you play against Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm. In the Cups, if you draw City and Chelsea, mm. or even Liverpool, or one mm. of the big teams, mm. yeah, it's how you play against them. Yeah. How many points you pick up against them. Yeah. That's going to be the difference. Um, like City, Chelsea, Liverpool, um, United, Tottenham. Mm. I'm, I'm putting Tottenham in there now because they've had a good start. Um, but those five teams... How yeah. you play against your rivals yeah. is going to depend. If you're getting draws, that's okay. Whereas the others are picking up, maybe like City beats Chelsea. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. City beats Tottenham. Yeah. But United draw with them. Yeah, but but right, last season it's, it's going to come down to those games. Last season wasn't so much against the big teams, right? Yeah, we lost the league. We lost yeah. the league by twelve points. Now I could sit here tell you twelve teams: Sheffield United. Sheffield United yeah. is the main one, yeah. Three point Burnley, right at yeah. home, e right? Yeah. Everton at home. Everton, Everton. at home. That's no, nine I'm, points I'm straight is, away. And I could give is, you some more. You're going, right, you're you going to beat those teams now. You know, so, you're going to beat those teams now. Brad Singh and 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 the Brad Singh, listening to Gary Neville, mm. he said that this is probably one of the best ever Premier Leagues that we've ever had in terms of the strength of Absolutely. all the of, of the yeah. top four, yeah. and he said, and I totally agree. Brad Singh, you make a very good point, and so do you, Navrad Singh. And that, that's what boils down to every single game in the Premier League. You just yeah. do not want to lose points now. Every yeah. game's a must-win. That, that's how every crazy Every game's a must-win. Because, look, yeah. a couple of seasons ago, Liverpool, when they lost to Man City, and Man City won the title, and we came second by yeah. a few points. It went down to the last game of the season. Mm. Right? Do you remember? Like, It was a point, wasn't it, where... Last game of the season, we needed City to lose against Wigan, I think it was. Yeah. And we needed to win. Yeah. Um, that season, we lost to the, the Burnleys, yeah. the Palaces. And if we'd have picked up those points, we would have quite easily won the title that year. Yeah. Mm. And that, this year now, right, you've got, like I say, I'm surprised by Tottenham's start and I'm putting them in there now, whereas I sort of wrote them off. When we did our oh, predictions. Hang on, are you are you putting them for the for Premier League or top four? I'm I'm saying they're going to be up there challenging. Oh, I'm not going to say oh, they're going to win okay. it. They're they're, okay. they're one of the teams that could potentially be the surprise be team, the, the spanner in the works of who <laughs> wins the title. If, <laughs> it, 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 Tottenham. Yeah, as in put a dent in someone's hopes yeah. as well. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know? Like, for example, yeah. let's say City beat them. Like, it's, the like, week, it's, the like the it's like the beat city now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. do you know who saw that it's, coming? It, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's that they're there now as the uh spanner in the works team. Whereas last year it might have been 
Wolves or a few seasons ago it was Wolves. Last season Everton. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that that yeah. sort of team. Yeah. Um so and West Ham. I think top four. Lagarde yeah, West Ham's Lagarde another Lagarde one. Thing. A spanner yeah. in the works team. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. West Ham, West yeah. Ham have Moyes has got them ticking. Yeah. They've their signings okay. that they've made, they've yeah. not lost any major player. Because mm. think about it. They've got players that people were looking at saying, right, you know what? They'd be good for our team. Yeah. They've not lost anyone in this window. Yeah. And they've brought people in, which has strengthened their squad. Yeah. So they've actually had a brilliant window as well. Even yeah. though they haven't brought in big, big names, they've had a solid window because they've not lost any big names yeah. from their club. Yeah, they've they've managed to hold on to Declan Rice. Yeah. And and not and, to and, say and that he, is, he was he was getting tipped for like a hundred million. Their style of play is I think they've already scored about 10, 11 goals in the Premier League. Already. Oh, they have. They have. Because the first game they That's won 4-2, the next one they beat Leicester 4-1. Oh, yeah. And then they've just knocked two past Crystal Palace. That's 10 goals. Yeah, yeah. 10 goals they've scored. You know, uh, yeah. I, I don't and know Anto- what David Moyes was doing with them in pre-season, but um, it's, it's a, you know, fair play to him. I know there's a friend of ours probably doing Ardasa every week for West Ham. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like Moisey, what a comeback for him. You know, like after United, everyone thought that this guy's a joker. Well, he was... Uh, I, I I don't think he was given a true fair opportunity at United to be honest with you. Listen, th- sometimes you... managers no, uh, no I think sometimes managers come in after a big name just to get rid of the dead wood and not. Yeah, I agree, I agree, I agree. Uh, but, not but, do, they're not expected to win loads of stuff. But they just come in to be but, but the right, scapegoat. But right, but I think he was brought in as a scapegoat. Yeah, but right, but right, listen, right, yeah. You work in the education field, yeah, right. And you, let's say, let's say for hypothetically, you're a teacher, right? Yeah. Hypothetically. No, you are a teacher. Sorry. Yeah, you are. Let's say you are hypothetically your headmaster, right? Yeah. Right, go on. Yeah. And uh, you went to a very successful school. You took a new post. The kids were all going A stars and everything else. The staff were good. A little bit elderly, right? But they're still good. They they just got all the awards and received top marks and kids are doing well. Basically, all all the good kids are leaving. Right. And the, and the new crop that are coming in. Yeah, just not, bit, not, not just the kids. No, not the kids so much. More the teachers. The right, staff. Yeah? The staff, right, yeah. Kids come and go, right, yeah. Kids do leave and they get, you got to get new ones yeah, in. Yeah. So you can't always choose your kids, right, yeah. In, in education, in, sport, in football you can, obviously, right, yeah. But um, you come along, you come to successful school. What's the first thing you do? Do you pick up a sledgehammer and sack everybody? On the successful stuff and bring in from your average school that stuff because you're all your mates, or do you, or do you, right, get your feet under the table, get find out what makes that school successful, get use those staff to help you um, educate you as well in the club. Do or, you know what? Or, or get like, what do you I do? Right thing, you have come out with a brilliant point there because yeah. right. it, it, it actually the analogy works with a school, you've got like it's a rotating. Yeah. Kids coming in, staff coming in, all that sort yeah. of stuff. But the thing is, working in schools, what I do know, right, where your analogy falls down a bit, head teachers are egotistical gits, yeah, right? Well, so and managers. When, 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 yeah. when a new one comes in, when yeah. a new one comes in, what they do is, it's my <laughs> way, and they start changing things. Yeah. And I've worked for, like, quite a few head teachers. Yeah. And so that, that's why that analogy is perfect. But yeah. that's the thing with managers. 
when they go into a club, whether it's been a successful club or not. I mean, look at Van Hal, right? Yeah. He was one of your managers. Mm. Now, before United, don't get me wrong, Louis Van Hal, at that time, when you lot were tipped with him, you were like, wow, this is a world-class manager coming in. Mm. Right? He was, he was. Where he was. Yeah. But when he came in, he wanted to do it his way. Yeah. yeah. No one, no one that's, you know, like a world-class... Mourinho's the same. He wanted to do it his way because they have an ego. They've won things. They think yeah. they're better than everybody else. Yeah. What managers need to be are humble and mm. do it the club's way. Mm. But they don't do that. The successful yeah. ones don't. Yeah. That's why it works for clubs sometimes. Bringing in a manager who's not a super big name. Do you get what I mean? And they sort of work with the culture of the club, which is why I think um, Lampard sort of didn't work at Chelsea. He didn't do it the Chelsea way. He wanted to do it his way a little bit. And people were like, some of the players, why he lost the dressing room is like, yeah, you were a good player, but you're a rubbish manager. Mm. We're not going to listen to you. I think the same thing's happening at Arsenal with Arteta. That look, mate, yeah, we give you give you 100 for being a player, but as a manager, you don't know what you're talking about. I think the word it could happen. Is, um, it could happen at Palace with Vieira. Yeah. Things start to go wrong. Obviously, look, the word here is uh, transition, right? Yeah. And I think what we've noticed in football is that do you know when you make change, um, it's got to happen slowly, um, as you saw it in the past um, when Liverpool were were very successful in the seventies and the eighties. Then after that, you throughout the nineties, you went through quite a few managers, and yeah, obviously. You know, with United, with Sir Alex being there for, you know, 25 plus years, that ethos from top to bottom, that culture, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, it was absolutely shattered and lost uh, between, you know, everything. And this is where someone like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who's played mm. under Sir Alex and has been a part of the success and not only been a part of one team, he was a part of Fergie's probably two to three, sometimes even four Four teams, rebuilds, four rebuilds yeah. I think he's been through. Ollie yeah. was there. People forget so, he's been through a lot so of rebuilds. Th this guy, this guy absolutely, you know, you know, eats, sleeps, dreams about the club. And this is why, in a way, he, out of everyone, this is why we appreciate him a lot more to the rest. Is because he's sort of given us that identity back a little bit. And even in this transfer window, I found out, like, sort of, or how I felt, was that Manchester United are getting their identity back. This is how... Yeah. I grew up watching the team that I love perform on the pitch, but also in the window as well. See, we like, get the best out there. What you're saying we there, the Liverpool yeah. were the same, you know, like yeah. from Shankly, um, right. we had we had Paisley, Paisley. we had Fagan, yeah. um, to Dalglish. We mm. went through that and it was like the boot room, they, they called it. Mm. Um, yeah. And it was the same philosophy because it was like the manager and then his mm. assistant and his assistant stepped up mm. and became the manager. And, and it went down all the way through to Dalglish. When Dalglish left, that's where it sort of messed up a bit. Um, yeah. And we struggled for a while. United, was, and that's yeah. where the transition comes through. Now Klopp, Klopp's come in and he's changed the way we think as a club. Mm. Wenger left and he, well, look, when Wenger came in, he changed the way Arsenal thought. 
Oh, yeah. And now the managers since are doing it a different way to the way Wenger did it. It's, it's just that transition when it comes with managers. Uh, yeah. But... And especially, maybe, especially maybe that's when you've been a yeah. part, when when you've been a part of parcel, part of the furniture, you yeah. practically run the club top to bottom. When you've yeah. been there for years, and then you leave, and and away from football, let's talk about even organisations in the places that we work. It, it does happen there as well because you're yeah, just yeah. so used to that ethos. It's a, it's a change of culture. That's right. That's right. Now, and I, I, and, and that's what we're seeing, and just, just we're seeing that especially at Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, You know, like, we're talking transfer window, coming back to the point, I just want to say, you know, like with Liverpool's transfer window, um, Edwards, the guy that's done all the dealings for Liverpool, hmm. he wants to leave. And I think he's going to Real Madrid. And I don't know where Real Madrid's getting this money to recruit people from, hmm. but he's, he's told FSG he's They're leaving. They're finding it everywhere. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm telling you, they, they, they went into the boardroom, lift up the carpets, and they're finding like euros lying under the carpets and stuff like that, and behind paintings. Yeah, yeah. But um, he's leaving Liverpool. Now he's been good for us. He's recruited some quality for us. He's like, you know, the Moneyball guy. You know, using stats for bringing in players, mm. and it's worked for Liverpool. Um, mm. Over the last few years, realistically, the majority of signings that we've had have been perfect. There's been more um, heroes than flops. Mm. You know, like, you, you, you think the amount of players coming in, there's going to be few flops. We've had majority have actually been heroes, so it's been good. Another reason why I think we haven't really gone in hard is because he's sort of on a gardening leave type thing from what I'm hearing. He's nowhere near the negotiating table anymore because FSG want to protect intellectual properties yeah they don't want him taking stuff with him yeah you know what it's like, like when, when that, yeah. yeah when you're leaving clubs yeah. when you're leaving a company to go to another company mm-hmm. there's lots of intellectual property that you don't want going to your right yeah yeah absolutely um so that i think that affected our transfer window a little bit as well once yeah. all that nonsense gets sorted let's see what happens it's i'll be honest with you i'm a bit worried in the sense of not as a not the squad, not the team itself, yeah. but behind the scenes, we're going through a bit of a transition. And like I said, I think the owners, this is something that has been labelled towards Liverpool, is that when FSG, when the club, the, the owners bought the club, Liverpool weren't this massive global brand that they are now. And the club has grown bigger than what they can handle. Do, do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you, you know, I mean, with the shirt deal coming in, getting his money, we've won stuff that yeah. we wanted to, but I don't think they realised what they were getting themselves into as much. That's right. If, if you understand my, my, my thinking. Because in a way, in a way, it's like, not sort of like having a dig here, or anything, but yeah. winning the title after so many years, you're just like, oh, what do we do now? Thirty years, Hannah. Yeah, you've got you've um, got to build on it, and and yeah, because that's the thing, and that is the most difficult thing. One yeah. thing is winning it, but it's even more harder to defend it. But win it's, it's, it again. yeah, it's one thing back reaching back. the promised land. Yeah, 
the next step is then living in the promised land. B- because once you're at the top, you, even when Leicester were there, yeah, you know, after winning that, you're literally hot topic. Everyone wants a piece of you. Yeah, yeah. You like, and and that's the thing now is. Um, but Jack, not only know, that, not only that, not yeah. only hot topic. Everyone wants you, but at the same time, mm. uh, uh, players want to join you, right? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and that's that's it. But that's what I'm thinking. Have Liverpool missed the trick, right? You know, that have they missed the opportunity because United have other year in the transition year closer. Chelsea have in their year of transition a bit closer. Right, City, City though they're still without a striker, right? You know, but City are City, right? You know. See, and at the moment, at the moment we've got Klopp, and mm. Klopp can bring in names still. Because so, a little bit is managers, yeah. Like people wanted to play for Fergie. I yeah, think players as well. Yeah, players. Yeah, players yeah. are there. And and the yeah. other players that are there, we've yeah. still got Salah. We've still got um, mm. Van Dyke. We've got players mm. there. So yeah. as a mm. as a squad, we've still got a squad that can compete. Yeah. 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 You have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If when you're going through the transition, and yeah. you've got a squad that can't compete, look at Arsenal for example. Yeah. Arsenal are a big name in football. but their squad can't compete so players the only players that'll go there are players that are wanting to prove a point make a name whether it's a youngster coming through or someone at the end of their career wanting to show that they can still do it but your prime players they're not the ones that want to go there they'll choose other clubs over Arsenal Liverpool at this point I just want to say Liverpool at this yeah. moment in time can still attract players. It's just now behind the scenes, are they negotiating hard enough to bring them through the door? Mm. And that's always been Liverpool's um, failure to negotiate. I, th- but, I think you know, I think Liverpool rely on making big sales to make big buys more than most. And I think that's um, where FSG and can't you, compete with. Yeah, obviously. With the, Look, let's be honest, United as well, to yeah. a sense, yeah, have no. to sell before they can buy big. Yeah. Do you know, yeah. Um, yeah, the, United and Liverpool at this moment in time can probably buy one big player, you know, like one massive, massive Marquee. transfer fee yeah. every couple of years. Yeah. Whereas City, your PSGs, your Chelsea's can yeah. do two marquee signings yeah. each transfer window. Yeah, yeah. That's and that, and that was that's what my question was going to be to Navrad Singh. Now, obviously, yeah. um, seeing a window like this, mm. we're not going to see one every single year like this, right? No. Nope. Um, you you know that I know that, right? But we but, shouldn't need to. We shouldn't need to. Them. But, yeah. Exactly. But but with the whole drama and the mm. whole saga regarding the ESL, after that with the uh, Joel Glazer opening up to the fans. Um, what have you, and then the demands that the fans wanted was that, you know, for for the stadium just to even be like painted, like or, or where the leaks were in the roof, like for them yes. to be sorted yeah, out. Yeah, stuff and like also, that. Just all that for yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Not smelling but, like but, pee anymore. But but then, is this just that one reaction? So then the Glazers can say, you know what, let's just give the fans what they want, just to shut them up. And we know, you know this as well. If even if United don't win, they're very happy with Ole just getting top four because that's Champions League money for them. I think the Glazer out campaign 
as as will sort of be quiet for a while. If results yeah. don't go United's way, it'll start back up again. Possibly. But, but and this was, at this moment this in time, the players are out still. Yeah. This is a question. I, to I me. don't think. I, I no no. I, I, I know it's a question to you. <laughs> But I'm the bystander at the moment. <laughs> I, I'm from looking from outside. I think you, what, what Navratsi, uh, what Jigmund Singh saying there, they've played it really, really well. Have the Glazers? They bought in, like I said, a world class defender. They bought in a youth world class potential world beater in Sancho, and they've brought in arguably one of the two best players in the world. Now, the fans can't really mourn about the owners not doing anything. Now, you, Navrad Singh, building on Jigmond Singh's question, as a United fan, uh. are you happy still with the Glazers or begrudgingly, are you not going to say nothing or are you still a vocal get them out? And I don't mean it in a dig way. I mean, just sort of gauging, would United fans sort of like bite their tongues for a season yeah. or half a season because of what well, they've done? Or is it still, get them out? Can I, can I, can I say, I'm going to say something. I know we're going into the Glazers now a little bit, right? Not necessarily I wanted to do this at the moment, but, but what I will say, under the Glazers, we have had our most successful period. I'm not going to be sitting here, right, telling you... Um, I'm not look. I'm just telling some facts now. I'm not going to tell you. Uh, I am here waving their um, flag or anything like that. Yeah. Under the Glazers, we've had a most successful period when they signed uh, when they bought United, many Champions League finals, league titles on the trot, blah blah blah, etc. 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 Right. Under the Glazers, we've been we have made big marquee signings, splashed the cash, right. And all that stuff. Under the previous regime, under Edwards, it was, we've got so much money, why aren't you spending it? Under Edwards, Martin Edwards and all the other before him, right, uh, before the Glazers came along, it was always, we've got the Mac, we've got, we're the biggest football club, we've got the most income, why aren't we spending it? We used to get outspent by Newcastle and Blackburns, right? Mm. So it's a bit frustrating on, on that point. Now they're actually coming along and they're spending the money. So, the stadium side, right, I think one of the biggest problems which has been acknowledged, and this is where I am willing to say, okay, let's see, let's, you, after the pitch invasions last season, they're now, after all these years, in communication with the fans. Now, we can cut off our nose, nose to spite our face and say, we don't care what you've got to say now, right, yeah? We're still going to keep anti you, anti you, anti you. And that could have a detrimental effect to the club as a whole going forwards, whether it's sponsorship, whether it's buying, whether even first a new buyer wants to come along, right? You know, he might say, why should I come along and buy a club that's in turmoil, right? Is that in the benefit of the club? I would say no. Let's, my, my, my thinking would be, okay, they've opened up dialogue. It may have taken a bit of a, a bit of a push and a shove to get them to the table. Right now they're at the table. Let's see what they have to say. Let's see if they're going to make any improvements. Let's see what they've promised. In the, uh, they had a in the, in the pre in the 
in the in the squad. They had squad, uh, compliments with the fans. Let's see what they're going to do. Let's see this season. They started a splash in the cash again, right? They're stuck by their manager, right? And uh, let's see where we go. Let, let's see where we go, right? You know, so I, I'm on that call. I'm sitting on the fence, you could say. I'm not going to be sitting here. I'm anti-Glazer. I'm not saying here pro-Glazer. I'm saying they've done what we've always asked them to do. Splash the cash on players. They've done that, right, yeah? And uh, everything else... <laughs> It's up to the players and the manager now, isn't it? It's up to the player and the manager to produce. See, and that's, sort of, that's mm. sort of the way I feel now a bit about FSG. They come in, we've won the Champions League, we've won the league. They have bought, the, uh, we can't say, just because of this window, they haven't bought anyone. They mm. have splashed the cash. I mean, Van Dyke, <laughs> Alisson, mm. they've seen what we needed and they've gone out and paid for what we needed. Like, we needed a defender, they've gone out and bought a defender. We needed a keeper, they've gone out and bought a keeper. Exactly, the same with the United yeah. now. So, so I can't... Uh, this is why yeah. I don't understand certain fans yeah. going after the board after one transfer window where we've not really bought anyone. Yeah. It's and, crazy. Exactly, and not only that, and not only that, right, yeah? If you look at the new challenges that United face now, I'm not talking on the pitch. I'm talking the Qatari money, the Dubai money, the cities and the PSGs, right? Yeah, the Chelsea yeah. money. Right, yeah. If the Glazers had not been savvy, right, yeah, off the pitches, sponsorship deals, getting the money to the club, uh, where would we be, right, yeah? That, that that's you got to think about that. So we can cuss for Ed Woodward is only for sponsorship and this, that, and the other, right, yeah. yeah. I am sorry, without that money that Ed Woodward did, right, yeah, we would not be able. We would not. We would not be nearly, nearly yeah. back at the top of the table. Right, and, yeah. and, and, and look at other owners at other clubs. I mean, look at Hearts, for example, Absolutely. up in Scotland. Um, look yeah. at Newcastle, for example. They've, I know that the clubs are worried, certain fans are worried about the debt that they've brought into the club and this, that, the other. But it could have been worse with some of the other owners that were out there. Do you know, like Leeds have had dodgy owners over the last few years and they've only yeah. really been stable for for the last three, four maybe years. Um, like I said, I mentioned Hearts up in Scotland. We know about them. Um, Newcastle, their ongoing stuff with the owners. Um, so, yeah, it could have been worse. Admittedly, it could be better. The, the ideal is, right, you've got an owner that comes in, plows in money every year that you can buy the world-class players, no debt in your club, but that is like an extreme perfection that I don't think is out there. As fans, we have to be a little bit realistic and say they've done what we've asked them to do. And and I agree with your point. Right. Thank you. So Thank you so much. Um, I want to thank um, all the panel for their views and opinions for this podcast. Um, we've actually gone over 90 minutes. We've even gone past extra time and we've even gone past the penalty shootout. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, it's full time now, but that's the thing with football. It's never ending. Uh, one thing can always lead on to another. Uh, but the great thing about this is every single week, we would always have an entertaining podcast lined up. Please check out our Instagram page, which is discuss underscore sing. And you can find out our previous podcasts all on Anchor and Spotify, which is discuss um, hyphen sing. Please put your suggestions forward. 
Um, Barad Singh, do you want to say something? Wa- yeah, I just want to say to all our listeners out there, I know today you might feel we've talked a lot about United, we talk a lot about Liverpool, but so we always, we're, <laughs> we're mm-hmm. always asking for you guys, fans of the other clubs, we've done Bentia to people that we know, just come on, talk about your clubs, Arsenal's, your Chelsea's, your Tottenham's, we're still looking for that City fan, but even like your Wolves. Burnley's, your Norwich, yeah. Wolves, Leeds, yeah. Newcastle, Aston Villa, Aston Villa, the, the, yeah. we know there's plenty of you out there, so yeah. come on, come on, talk about your club, you might mm-hmm. disagree with us, you might agree with what we say, but that's it, just yeah. a bainty to everybody, please, yeah. please, please, come on, contact us through Instagram, contact us through Twitter, contact us through seeing us walking down the street, <laughs> just come on, and we gladly open it up, West Ham fans, who, everyone, Brentford fans, come on, yeah. Bainty, please, just come on Definitely. and let's talk about your clubs. Agree, Barad saying uh, spot on. This is everyone's platform where we can just even share our information on what we're doing. Uh, be it we're a fan, be it we're, like, we work at a club, uh, we might be Sunday league managers. Our children uh, might be playing football, be it that girls or boys. Yeah. Um, so just you know, this is the platform where we can share the knowledge. But thank you very much. See you again next week. Viva Ronaldo is coming out. Ronaldo's coming out.